Yeah, let's go. Here go, baby. No, we're in. I think it takes a second. Nope, we're in. And we lost Michael. Nope, you're back. <laughs> I lost you guys for a second. But... I think it takes a second. Avoid, yeah. Michael, avoid legal snags by telling people they're being recorded. Michael, you're being recorded. That's what the thing up top told me to tell did he you. Dis- did he sign the disclaimer? Nope. I said it out loud, so he he, he, can, court. he can consent it now. So if he consents, we're fine. Michael, there's a waiver involved. Consent anything. This is going on. Then YouTube. I will need to end the recording and call. <laughs> You're gonna end it. <laughs> yeah, he said he's not consenting to anything, so That's he must fine. consent to the recording. I consent. We, we, we have to have this. This is gonna be a real short show if we don't yeah. have if we don't have consent. Yeah, he already consented. We're okay, all right, yeah, we're yeah. done. All right, okay, we can officially begin episode seventy, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. This is the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast Premier Video Game Podcast. Tonight, uh, we've got some post E three news. It's kicking back up again. The console makers have united to speak out against China tariffs. Tetris Royale is coming to smartphones. Final Fantasy XIV live action show has been announced. So, Cesar, that's something else you have to do with Final Fantasy XIV. I'm ready. I got my Shadowbringer downloaded and it's, it's happening. I'm starting it. The German version of uh, the, both of the new Wolfenstein games is going to have Nazi imagery for the first time. Sega announces a spiritual successor of ActRaiser. PUBG Corp. hires a known writer to develop a new story-driven game. And your July Xbox and PlayStation Plus games with gold. <laughs> Xbox games with gold and PlayStation Plus games have been announced. I kind of cut that off early. Uh, and there's a report from the Wall Street Journal stating Sony is aiming for hardcore gamers with the PlayStation 5. Alright, that sucked. We got there. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Michael McLeod. I'm here. From Space One once again. Space again, I went straight back. Hey, we recorded at your place last week, and it turned out pretty well. Mm-hmm. You came all the way to space. I came all the way to space and recorded a remote space station podcast. Yep, I'm one of the the rings of Saturn. There we go. Let's keep the, keep the lore going. So that's our yeah. apparently listened all the way up until the trails part, yep. and we specifically said that was going to happen. Yep. I was like, nope. Can't do this. Yep. I was I was knee deep on the plane playing uh, Mario Kart 8. I've unlocked. I got three stars on. On all the 150 tracks, but one. Ooh. And it's the fucking Animal Crossing one. And then the girl that was sitting to the left of me was mocking me every time I lost because it's always the final level. And I, I was coming second. I'm like, fuck. And she knows I was. What well, she knew what I was trying to do. She's she's just laughing. I'm taking her like because I wanted to sit there like motherfucker. <laughs> this is always some bitch at the end that gets me. So I'm like, it's always at the very end, the very last lap. The Animal Crossing one is pretty straightforward. Like it's not really a crazy. I fucking map. nailed everything. I like every other map, but that's the one that fucks me over every time. Is so. it the DK Mountain of Switch? I doesn't matter what season it is. I'm getting fucked on it. So <laughs> I'm like, I was like, maybe the the snow one won't fuck me over. And like, it's some bitch throws out a blue shell at the very last second. I'm like, I'm just hopping my way over there to the line, and somebody beats me every time. I'm on. I got I got max stars on everything, but that fucking last map right there. You got two stars on that the whole circuit. Is it the last race? Uh, it's the last race. Oh, that so makes, get, that so makes I come worse. in second, then I, I give me two stars. Yeah. You get first and everything, you get three stars. So I actually went through because I unlocked some uh, vehicles. And I was like, all right, I'm getting three stars now. So Koopa Troop is my guy. So What were you saying, Michael? I don't even remember. I think <laughs> I've cleared. I've got to check my save, but I think I've cleared up to... I did the first two, so I think I'm working through 150. I think I'm right where you are. Well, I'm behind you at this point. Well, if I fucking finish that one, I'll start mirror mode, so... You gotta do 200 and then 200 backwards, right? Well, it was mirror mode and then 200. Okay. Yeah, 200 is last. 200 may not happen. <laughs> You're just gonna cut it off after that? Nah, I didn't. I mean, that, that was a DLC update anyway, so fuck 200. 
It's funny how we keep going back to Mario Kart 8. That's kind of, uh, it's got pretty long legs. You still pop it in, Michael? Uh, not as much. I, I don't have nearly as much time on the Switch version as I do on the Wii U version. Yeah, we played the shit out of the Wii U version. I mean, we played online a lot in the Wii U one, yep. right? Yeah. A lot of online. Yeah. I remember that fucking loading screen forever. It loads a lot faster than that one. Does it? Oh, I remember the Wii U one was like non-stop loading screen. <laughs> so and it was, we would be playing late at night, so we would get destroyed by people overseas. People in Europe. It's like 4 p.m. over there. This rolling to work. Just kick our ass. All right, so we know Michael's here. So that's our conception on the second. He's mm. back this week. Yeah, I'm sorry, Michael. I mean, still your thunder. Thunder? Thunder? I had no thunder to begin with. Yeah, it was, I think what y'all were talking about was that you had called that I was not going to listen to the podcast until you got to the trails part. And then that's when I said, yeah, I was on the airplane and blah, blah, blah. Yep. That's where we left off. It all circles back around. But, yeah, I'm here. I'm back. He's back. He survived yeah. his trip. I did. And you missed episode 69. I know. I was listening to you guys uh, we threw some shout giggling outs in there. Yeah, Damn yeah. shame. <laughs> I was like, fuck, this is the one I wanted to be on. So, nice. I would have called the episode nice. That's it? Yeah, 69, nice. <laughs> what was the alternate title you had come up with? I know what it was. But I think I, I wrote down Doo Doo News. Doo Doo News was the other one. That was our early part, but I, I think... I was we, just thinking of that, I was like, man, that would have been a good episode name, too. Yeah, ours was a better fit, though, I think. Yeah. All right, you want to get into the Doo Doo News? Doo Doo News, part yeah, two. The dodo. Part two. All right, so did everybody read this uh, Chinese tariffs article? Everybody, then, everybody's going in on I this one. I didn't read the particular article, but I know what it up as it is. Let's put it that way. Michael, did you check it out? Uh, I didn't read the article either, but I, I generally know what's what's up with it. Yes, so all three major console manufacturers, Microsoft, Nintendo, Sony, not Google apparently. No. Well, their shit's digital. It doesn't even affect them. Well, like, it yeah. will. The Chromecast will affect them, right? affects everybody at some point. Because you saw, you saw in there that Nintendo moved some of their uh, console development and outside of China now. Where else is there to go? Uh, what Southeast Asia. China, yeah. uh, it was not the whole console, but it's like certain parts they were, I guess, preparing. So, But Foxconn is mostly... In China. In yeah. A, in, yeah. They didn't specify what they moved out. They just said they, they uh, moved out some stuff. So, so the particular uh, bill is HT... SUS subheading 9504.50.00 covering video game consoles. That's easy to remember. Right. Hey, that's why I yeah, had it, that's why I had it memorized. Yeah. Obviously. This is coming from Polygon. Uh, it was signed by Linda Norman, who's the Vice President and General Counsel at Microsoft Corporation, Devin Pritchard, General Counsel and Executive Vice President of Nintendo of America, and Jennifer Liu, General Counsel, Senior Vice President, Legal and Business Affairs at Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, this news is from Polygon. I don't know if I mentioned that. The seven-page document, complete with more than 20 footnotes, is a remarkable window in the efforts of an industry desperately trying to explain itself to the president. So, basically, the president's proposed bill of Chinese tariffs will greatly impact items that we get from China, specifically our game systems. That will affect us uh, tremendously. So, everything's going up 100 bucks is what I heard. Oof. Yeah. Get your graphics cards now. Yeah. Get everything now. Go ahead and get it all. Because I legit at work, I had to order something. Since I, I do work in IT, and I had to order some parts on there. And I did order from our uh, supplier. And it came back and was like, no, this price is wrong. Uh, we forgot to include the tariffs on there. So you're going to have to pay 10% more. It's already happening? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. The 10% is already on there. So, I mean, they, they were going to increase it to 25%. So I had to pay like $6 more. It was 10% more. 
Not good. Yeah. It begins. No, but she legit said it out there, yeah, because of tariffs. It's the price was incorrect, so not good. No. Especially as new consoles are about to launch. I would hope that we get this out of the way before the end of the year and don't run it out, but you think that's delayed the the Switch Mini that we keep hearing so much about? Um, I no, I think the Switch Mini is not going to come out until Pokemon does. That seems yeah, that seems appropriate. That's between that's what I think. I think we'll get an announcement like September, maybe near yeah. GamesCon, and then it'll just come right out in November or October, that's, maybe a month before or something. Like that. That's a good assumption, I would say, though. Or maybe have a collector's, uh, a Pokemon version of it come out with Pokemon. Oh, a pack-in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be cool. I would imagine that, you know, they try to bridge that gap from people going to the handhelds to this console for Pokemon. That would sell like crazy. Yes, it would. Oh, okay. That's not good news. Hopefully that uh, gets <laughs> struck down. Well, um, I mean, to do an update on that, they... Um, President Trump did go out there and say that the the talks are back on, so they're going to hold off on imposing the 25% increase as of right now. Because I guess whatever they discussed at the G20 summit, they're continuing to talk. The talks are back on, is basically what he said. That's good. So that's for now, I guess. You know, anything could change. You know, yeah. it is. it's volatile. It is. He's He also did a tweet to uh, the dictator North Korea and said they wanted to meet the DMZ and shake hands today. I don't know if they actually did it or not. but Then there's that. Yep. That was happening too. I saw this stuff when I was in the gym today. I was like, oh, okay. Here's your, here's <laughs> somebody, your late... left, somebody left it on national news. I was like, all right, yeah. Here's your breaking news from yep. no podcast. Yep. We're branching out for video games. We're doing everything now. Michael, who would you meet in a DMZ and shake their hand? I don't know, man. I'm not that social. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. I don't care anybody. So sorry, you gonna you gonna meet somebody on a neutral hey, ground and try to shake their hand? Yeah, that way that have to fucking fly in the middle of nowhere. That's like a long ass flight. Like, no, we're going to DMZ and then we're shaking hands there. It's scary though. Like you've seen that bridge, like that that mile or whatever it is of I've seen videos of giving people shot in that. DMZ, yeah, right. So exactly. I'm very worried of it. You're never out of like a scope's range. No thanks. Um, next up in news, Tetris Royale is coming to mobile devices. This is Tetris 99 from your Nintendo Switch coming to mobile. You guys give it a try. It's actually the first I'd heard about this. And, uh, yeah. I mean, is it the exact same thing? Or this is from a different developer, right? It'll essentially... This, or is it being... I'm, I know it's the same idea, but I'm wondering if it looks the same. No, nah, this news is coming yeah. from The Verge, and they say it is essentially a mobile version of the Nintendo Switch's impossibly addicting Tetris 99. Okay, that's cool. Uh, t- addicting. Okay. It didn't get you, did it, Michael? No. <laughs> uh, aside from the 100-player competitive mode, Tetris Royale will have other modes like a solo marathon mode and daily challenges where players can earn rewards to gain customization options, power-ups, and boosters that can be used in battle games. It's, it's Tetris 99 with microtransactions. Look, we should all be talking about that Flappy Bird Battle Royale. That's the most important thing to me right yes, now. Yes, I, I did see that. <laughs> all, right, all right, I picked the wrong news... The that shit was funny as hell to see the bus, and it crashes, and they all fly out the bus. <laughs> I was dying laughing. Oh. I picked the wrong mobile battle royale to yeah. talk about. There's also the Super Mario Brothers battle royale that looked pretty interesting. They finally changed it, right, because I think they got hit by that. <laughs> yeah, they, they got the stamped. cease and desist. Yeah. yeah, they got hit. So, Michael, you're more interested in a Flappy Bird one? To be honest, yeah, because I didn't really like uh, Tetris 99, so... 
I like Tetris in general, but that's a relaxing game to me, not a stressful game. Yeah. Somewhere I've got an iPhone with that Flappy Bird trapped on it. Oh, God, the one <laughs> that was going for thousands of dollars. You can't get it anymore. You can't download it anymore? For no, me? he pulled it from the store. What, he was? He made too much money from it or something. It, I think it was fucking with him or something like that. He didn't want the fame and responsibility yeah. and all. Yeah. It makes sense. That, that fucking mobile game, though. Shit. Time. Uh, I'm looking at my download history to see if I could redo it. You're going to see if you can grab it back? Yep. Just out of curiosity, if anything. Speaking of curiosity, Final Fantasy XIV is getting a live-action TV series. It's a weird segue, but okay. From Sony Pictures Television and the studio well, that makes The Expanse and Netflix's upcoming Witcher Actually, show. that's a pretty damn good segue. That I'm curious is. on like, what the fuck they're thinking. Yes. Yeah. Well done, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Good I job. Do, I good do job. what I can, guys. I'm just steering this ship. I'm like, <laughs> this bus you're, telling me, you're telling me from the Sony, from the creators of uh, the Resident Evil live-action and the Monster Hunter live-action, which I saw the trailer for that, which is really weird, but... The Monster Hunter? Yeah. Somebody secretly recorded the trailer and put it online. I saw that trailer as well. <laughs> like a shaky cam style? <laughs> yep. Super blurry. But they showed a Diablos in there. I think that's what it was. And it looked actually, well, for as blurry and shaky cam as it looked, it looked pretty legit. It looked accurate. So I think yeah. Melia Jovovich's character is like, um, follows an 80s trope where she's taken from our world and thrown into theirs. Ah. Uh, yeah. She kind of looked like she would fit in a, in a Resident Evil movie. Like, just the way she looked in the trailer. I mean, trailer. it's a Capcom CU, right? So, it's kind of the universe. <laughs> Capcom yeah. Cinematic CCU, Universe. Yeah. So, it, it just could be her from Resident Evil and, like, just never fucking stop. Yeah. What's the uh, what's the map there for the Cinematic Universe? Um, Yonoid? <laughs> Mega Man? Then Haunting Ground. Then Haunting Ground. Yep. And then we end on Dino Crisis. Okay. And that's how we get in Jurassic World in there, and then that's how we start throwing the Universal stuff. And then we got Jurassic Park Evolution. I like it. Yeah. I like it. That's $13 on the Steam. I'm fucking sale. mapping it out. Y'all just paid me now later. Now or later. Send your invoice to Cesar. Yep. Like Cesar, send your invoice to them. Uh, so Hive Mind is the studio that makes The Expanse and The Witcher. I got into The Expanse. I watched like the first season and a half. I was rolling through those. It's pretty good. I've never heard of this. Pretty good sci-fi series. Uh, real dramatic, Michael. Um, you know political it's kind of in that post game of thrones era of storytelling and scope and all that it's a it's based off a series of books it's not called the expanse i can't remember the name of it um said to be inspired directly by the world and characters of the title's 14th installment neither square enix nor the production companies have much to say about the show will be about or where it will take place the show won't be the first foray into the world of live action tv from final fantasy 14 that honor goes to 2017's Final Fantasy fourteen Dad of Light on Netflix. I've never heard of this. Yeah, that's the one where the um, you have a estranged father and son who kind of rekindle and is that a bond real, through. Is that a real story? No, bond through Final Fantasy fourteen. Like they just happen to like just get on the same server, create characters, and do quests together, and then they find out their father and son. Holy, I've heard it was pretty good. So okay, that it might sounds be like it's based off a true story, uh, but I don't think it is. What's that, Michael? I said I've never even heard of that either. Yeah. Dad of Light. Dad of Light. Yep. It's uh, it's on Netflix, and I think it's a uh, Japanese subtitled. Yeah. Oh no, I have heard of this. Yeah. Okay, now that mm-hmm. you now that you mentioned that. Yeah. I heard that was good. Michael's deep into something. Flappy Bird has been installed. You found it. Yeah. It lets you get it back. Uh, it's overexposed. No, it's not working. Can't okay, see it, it actually did work. Our camera. Go right. <laughs> go to your left. Wow. Go to your left. Is that on Android or iOS? 
This is on Android. Okay. Yeah, I did it. Okay. I'm going to play this entire episode. And, we, not- and we lost you. We're just going to stare at your forehead for the next hour. Yeah, the whole thing. Actually, not doing too bad, but yeah. All right, what are we at? Final Fantasy something? something? No, we're uh, now <laughs> moving to the, the Wolfensteins. This is now Nazi imagery. So mm-hmm. there's two Wolfenstein games coming out. Uh, Wolfenstein Youngblood and Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, the VR shooter. And for the first time ever, according to Polygon and Charlie Hall, uh, the German version will have the Nazi imagery included, like uh, swastikas and such. You gonna be able to follow the story like that? Because I don't think I don't think they were Nazis the whole time, right? <laughs> yeah. So they're gonna like, whoa, this was the whole game the whole what time. What happened? Yeah, <laughs> I could see that being a shot. I'm sure the internet's there, so people know what's going <laughs> on. But I'm sure there's somebody out there like, whoa, what the fuck? That could. <laughs> <laughs> That would happen here if, like, the last one you played was a Super Nintendo one. Yeah. What are these things? Yeah. They're not rats. Um, the announcement comes in the wake of a change in German national policy late last year, allowing the use of such iconography if the artistic use is justified by the content in the game. Zenimax Germany tells Polygon that both the German and international versions will be uh, will be available on the game's international launch day. It's weird. I'm sorry. It, it was worded weird. On July 26th for Switch, PS4... Windows PC and Xbox One. Wolfenstein Cyberpilot, the VR one, is coming out PS4 and Windows PC. They confirmed. I think you're gonna say Wolfenstein Cyberpunk. Wolfenstein. Yeah. That I think that's yeah. where my mind was going. It's the crossover we all deserve. It kind of is, right? Isn't that the vibe from that uh, Youngblood? The '80s. Oh, I kind of want to just jump into that. Is anybody getting it day one? I am. Uh, I'm renting it. So. Do you mind sending me your buddy pass thing? I have the deluxe. I can give you the buddy pass. I thing. will play co-op mm-hmm. with you. I bought yeah. it when they was doing that random clearance or price mention from Walmart, so it was like thirty-two bucks or something like that. I'm assuming I don't need to have played the previous ones. I'm sure it'll help, but um, would... all you know is these are. If you played the second one, you'll see why the the twins are around. So that's you all it is. Play, you should play the uh, play them. They're they're not that long. Especially the second one. I mean, it's on Game Pass. You can go through the second one real quick. Yeah, exactly. They don't have it on every every system. Damn Game Pass. I think they're both on Game Pass, right? I'm not sure. I, I know the second one is for sure. The, but, first, uh, the one, first one's kind of long-ish, the but the, the second one's super quick. I beat it on Switch and Xbox. Quick playthrough. Um, the change of policy by the USK, the German rating body, was enacted in August 2018. Previously, other games in the Wolfenstein series had been forced to remove swastikas and even alter the appearance of Adolf Hitler to make him less recognizable. So, this is cool. Now Germans can kill Nazis, too. Sweet. Always a plus. Mm-hmm. That's gotta be awesome for uh, the development team, though, too. They don't have to, like, clean up one version of the game. They can just leave it all the same. That's true. Yeah. They don't have to go back and like remove mustaches and stuff like that. I know PAL shit's funny already because they have to. There's got to be a Spanish version. There's got to be a French one. German. They're English. There's all kinds of uh, voice recording that goes on mm-hmm. for PAL stuff that that we don't really think about with NTSC or or Western developed stuff. That's why the European ones used to take forever. They've actually gotten a lot better in localization. So they were behind everybody, weren't they? Several months. Yeah. Now it's not. Some of them are almost day and date. So. I can remember the days of non-worldwide release stuff and staggered, especially like console launches. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh god, please can we get this? It'd be like six months plus. Super Nintendo was almost a year, I think. Mm. Dreamcast was a while. I remember there was a lot of bullshit with the Super Nintendo. I remember a lot of 
parents were fighting back. I bought this one. I'm gonna buy the Super Nintendo. Fuck this shit. I've got all these game packs. Mm-hmm. They won't play on that new one. Yeah, my seeing, cassettes won't work. I remember seeing that on the news a lot. Yeah, I paid all this money and they want to fucking come out on a new console. They just want more money and it doesn't. It does the same fucking thing. I, I never that <laughs> train of logic. They just want more money. Of course they want more money. That's what businesses do. It's just, it's it's the parents, man. That's all it is. It's like yeah, I, I never got thing. that. Like they're just trying to get our money. Of course, that's that's what people do. I'm trying to think what to that point. There were no real successors like. There was just an Intellivision. I think there was an Intellivision 2. There was multiple versions of Atari, right? They just got worse and worse as they went there through. There was a 2600. There was a 5200 that shit the bed. Yeah. They came out with a 7800 after the NES, which was a flop. And it was actually a pretty good machine. But that played 2600 cartridges. Um, I almost think that was kind of like a feather in the cap for Genesis. Kind of like Microsoft did this generation early on. Is They released that... Uh, that power base converter lets you play Master System games, but even that wasn't built into the box. You still had to buy something. Does anybody own one of those? I do not. I want to get one. Ah, and the next story is a Super Nintendo story, sort of. Maybe. Who remembers Act Razor? I do. Long time I love ago. The music to it. Who enjoys Act Razor? Me. Act Razor is super cool. Uh, there is a spiritual successor coming from Sega and Ace Team called Soul Seraph. The game will be released on July 10th. That's a quick turnaround. I didn't know it was that close. Yeah, and I hadn't really heard about this either until... Did they just uh, talk about this this week, I guess? Yeah, it was like Wednesday, I think. Well, it's, it's weird because it seems like these teams are normally work with Atlas. And it's like, uh, what was the other one? Citizens of Space? Just came out of nowhere out of the blue, which was a, a sequel to Citizens of Earth. So I know that okay. this same team does the Xeno games, if I believe Xeno Clash and um, maybe the Boulder games. I can't remember which ones it were. Xeno Clash and Rock of Ages yeah. is what's listed on the Rock Polygon of Ages. article. Good so shit. normally they're published by Atlas, but since I guess since Atlas got absorbed into Sega, that's why Sega's doing this. So but I, the, I've played none of those. But the last couple of games they've done, like from those two development teams, they've just been like here they are. They're coming out next week. Or huh? Coming out next month. Were they both good? Michael, you said you like Rock of Ages? I do like Rock of Ages 1 and 2. They're both pretty good. They kind of remind me of like a, a silly Monty Python version of Odama, but not, obviously, no voice controls or anything yeah. like that. Richard, your copy of Obama for GameCube. Obama GameCube with the yeah. microphone controls. <laughs> do I have that game? I have to know. I had a boxed one at one point. Yes, I do. I do. Like with the mic and everything. That's a, yeah, Mike. That'd be a fun stream. We should stream. <laughs> I think I have two mics. I think one came with Mario Party Seven as well. I want to see man. Six or seven, one or the other. You want to see man for GameCube? Stream C man on. <laughs> I don't have a Dreamcast, Dreamcast mic. Do you have one? Yeah. Michael. I think I do somewhere. It's probably in a box, buried somewhere. But yeah. I have a copy of C man. I used to play that joke all the time. I'm like, I'm fucking kill you. Just whisper into it and see. Did he hear you? Did Leonard Hemoy the fish hear you? I don't think he goes, I don't remember responding to it. Why would you taunt it? I'm like, I'm gonna fucking kill you. That's awful. <laughs> I would you not taunt it. That's a better question. That's awful. I mean, I was like, what, 15, 16 years? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. That's you, what you come up with. Motherfucker. Yeah. I'll taunt you, Leonard Nimoy fish. Interact with the fish. Fuck you. <laughs> That's always the, the go to thing, right? Not like. Not like today where I'm like, oh, I wonder if I'll do this. I'm over here like doing exploits at it and wonder if he'll cuss back at me or something like that. You're the kid at Walmart that sees, uh, hey, you Pikachu come out like, yes, it's time. <laughs> come on, you bitch. Come yeah, on, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Did you taunt Pikachu too? Probably. 
We could do a stream of just mic games. Odama, C-Man, Mario Party. <laughs> the one where you get it. The Mario Party 7? 7. Yeah, okay. It's the one Michael mentioned. I think fuck it's Mario 7. Party. I think it's 7 that. and 8. Yeah, fuck that shit. And uh, what was the last one we just mentioned? Was there any on... No, what was that one on PS2? Hey, Pikachu. There was one with a headset where you told the character... Lifeline. Lifeline, yep. 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 I've got a PS2 compatible uh, headset, too. We could do that yeah. one. Yeah. Doesn't, um, hold on. Uh, Michael's no. consulting the library. No, that's something else. Never mind. Okay. Would you swing and miss on? We gotta know now. Ah, uh, Galarians. Or we, we can always try to get into the shutdown servers and SOCOM on PS2. I'm sure there's a way we could get on, like, that Kai, like a Kai network. Hmm. SOCOM is voice control, too, for the AI. Uh, Soul Seraph comes out July 10th on Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, Windows PC via Steam, not uh, Epic Game Store exclusive like we are, and Xbox One for $14.99. Everybody getting this? What? Yeah, $14.99. The, the Actraiser? Yeah, yeah, $14.99. Uh, for $14.99, I'm willing to give it a shot. Michael's in. Further, well, I said, and I haven't bought my friend Pedro yet, like I was super excited for and just kind of flew under the radar for me for some reason. There's a lot of stuff that came out at that time. Yeah, a lot of stuff came out around then, so that's why I missed, missed it. Uh, just one other thing to note, the original composer is uh, contributing the title theme, Yuzo Koshiro. Uh, that's probably the music that was playing in the trailer, because that trailer music did sound pretty bombastic. Sound that's up. the best part about Accurator to me, is the friggin' uh, music is awesome. Soundtrack? It's so good. Speaking of awesome music and scaping stories in their games. Nailed it, sir. Look at that. That was awful. Fucking great. Let's go. <laughs> uh, PUBG Corp has scooped up. PUBG Corp, of course, of player unknown Battlegrounds fame, has scooped up industry veteran Glenn Schofield, co-founder of Sledgehammer Games. The new studio is called Striking Distance, and it's based in San Ramon, California. This is from Polygon. Ramon. Ramon. Uh, Schofield was most recently front and center for the launch of Call of Duty World War II in 2017, which he co-directed and produced. Prior to that, he filled a similar role on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3, Advanced Warfare, and Dead Space. Oh, he led with the creation and development of Dead Space. Dead Space 1? Yep, Uno. Oh, I forgot yeah. that studio kind of got folded up into the... That was an EA bit. Mm -hmm. who did, who, where did the Dead Space people end up going to? It was... Uh, I think they got... Thrown into respawn? Don't quote me on it. Okay, that sounds that right. right. That sounds right. That or whatever the other. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's respawn. So he left. He left EA and went to Activision. A la the Call of Duty dudes, Modern Warfare dudes. Just back and forth between EA and Activision. It's not a good career. <laughs> they just bounce back and forth. Yeah, yeah. EA Activision. EA Activision. You think they let them keep like their time and all that, like back into the EA pension? Fireworks. No. Sure, why not? Yeah, I'm sure they're <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You just come back whenever you feel like it. Go, go do your thing at our competitor. I'm just curious. What'd you say, Michael? I said that's probably why they're bouncing around, so they don't have to do that. So this is going to be a single-player, story-driven game in the PUBG universe. Uh, what do we think a game like that consists of? I didn't. I was unaware that PUBG had a, a lore at all. It has a world and buildings and such as that, but it's mostly. The plane dropping you off on the island. I mean, you can get a single, I mean, singular character and build around. I mean, you look at there's a lot out there. There's a battle royale movie and manga and 
I mean, I think yeah. it could easily be framed as a single player experience. Mm-hmm. You know, tailoring you, like moving you in the circle and stuff like that. Like, oh, so we're just gonna have like a, a gun-based Hunger Games. Is that what this is gonna turn that into? Or, yeah. That or like Jason Statham style, like they kidnap my family. I gotta go on an island and kill ninety-nine other people to survive yeah. to, to save two people. Ah. Uh, they're going to make you, that's a definite, they're going to make you buy into whatever the character's yeah. motivation is, they're going to make you buy into it. And everybody has their own different motivations for being on the island, and, you know. There is lots of room for storytelling there. I mean, you can go deep There you go, that. Michael. Yeah. Okay. We made it. I can get behind that. And you already have the, you already have the premise, you know, as far as the hundred people and, and moving like a, in. Nonary yeah. games, or uh, Rampa mm-hmm. with that's a little more shooty. And they just did that big update on PC. Hopefully we'll get that stuff soon with the new vehicle and all that other shit. It's like $13 oh, on PC right now. You can now. do poor core on there, I think, now. Poor really? Core, yeah. On you the just PC run one. and jump over stuff? It's kind of like fucking Dying Light, yeah. <laughs> did you get it for PC yet? I'm thinking about it. It's $13. I know, I saw that. I'm like, I'm thinking about it with that new update. I'm like, mm. Let's get on there and just do <laughs> duos. We're going we're gonna to suck, but... <laughs> Let's do it. Me and you be like, why, why haven't we done this from the start? We can shoot people in the head. It's so fucking easy. PC so much better. <laughs> Michael, you got any interest in jumping? PUBG no. PC? No. He's not. Zero. There. Zero interest? If there's if there's less than zero, if I could do that. But you no, you just said you didn't understand the lore. This would be a great time to catch yeah. up on all the world building. Maybe, that I don't PUBG. care about the lore. You got Ice Mountain. You got Volcano Land and... Prison. This starts to sound like a banjo kazooie. Yeah, Prison Hill Island. Yeah, Prison Hill Island. And Michael, I almost sent you this video. Have you seen the banjo kazooie? Do what? No, go ahead. What? Have you seen the banjo kazooie spinoff stuff? That there's a, there's somebody doing mods and stuff. I saw the one where there was a Wind Waker. Yeah, banjo banjo kazooie like on Outset Island with just got like jiggies and puzzles and everything yeah. in there. I've not seen that, but I am interested. And there's one. I think there's a banjo ocarina crossover. Yeah. But that Banjo Wind Waker one was playable on 64. Like yeah. that was playable on real hardware. Look cool. Speaking of 64, I didn't put it in news, but um what is the 64 news? I totally just blanked. Mm. I sent it to you. What the uh, the, the adapter. emulation comes? Oh, the adapter. The adapter. Yeah, the was it Eon or whatever, Eon HD yeah. or whatever. The people that made the game as well. Yeah, the people that made the GameCube HDMI adapter mm. announced a 64 one. My Hypercon cables that's taken seven years to come in are coming in on July 10th. So, July 10th, I yeah. still want to try those. I'll bring it. Maybe we'll be able to do it like you did the PS2 ones. <laughs> well, it, I was supposed to bring it, but it got that in was, storage. So, that was the easy shot. That yeah, was easy shot. I, it was coming. You I, set me up for that one. Um, oh god, did you did you see that? I wanted to mention, and I don't know why I mentioned it on the podcast. I should mention this later that's in fine. The, after production. But you saw this a tennis game on the Switch and PS4. What tennis game? It's like Super Tennis World. No. Fucking look it up. That it's was good. announced. It, it's out. It's forty nine. It's fucking worth it. It's good as fuck. It's good. Look, you tried it. Look at the video. Just play the video. I got a. Ah. I got the AO World Tennis or something like that. World Tennis Tour oh, for God. Xbox One was Which like fourteen dollars. The butthole one or the complete version? It's the butthole one, I think. Is it updates free? I was wondering. I was like, I think it is updated. All right, we drug on that story too long. Only three more news bits. Michael, Two you want to do the? Uh, you want to do the games with gold and PlayStation Plus? Sure. PlayStation I'm spoilers. about the PlayStation Plus one this time. It's Pl- been, what, seven months since I've had anything I wanted on here? You want one so, of these? 
Horizon Chase Turbo yeah, actually looks that pretty was, cool. That was like yeah. half an hour on Get Out that, of Here. That is a good I one. Like, I was like, yeah. I played it on, about, I played it on uh, mobile. Yes, 2019. Those are your two PlayStation 4 games uh, in a roundabout way for uh, July. But you have, yeah, if you didn't hear, you have Pro Evolution Soccer 2019 and Horizon Chase Turbo. Pro Evolution Soccer should be pretty self-explanatory. <laughs> it's soccer, but the 2019 version. And uh, as it was stated earlier, Horizon Chase Turbo is kind of like an OutRun clone. Uh, I've been looking at this on Switch for a while, but if it's free on PlayStation Plus, finally I have something I can get. Because uh, I was like, they've had some good stuff the last couple of months. Most of the time I've had it already. Or I didn't care, so. Hmm. Uh, and your games with gold, uh, there are two good ones on there. That, that kind of seems to be their trend. They have like two good ones and two mad ones. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, the first of the good ones is going to be Inside, which I've had forever and never played. I have the disc, uh, the, remember they came out with the disc of that in Limbo? Limbo. Yeah. Yep, that co-package. Yeah, I bought that, and uh, I hear Inside is fantastic, but I've yet to actually play it. Now I'll have it digital, so. And you'll have it on every other Xbox that ever comes out. Yep, that's what it sounds like, so. Uh, that Castlevania Symphony of the Night which is a 360 backwards capable game, uh, July 1st through the 15th. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. Um, it's it, just some e-crap Metroidvania-esque game. That, is uh, Metroidvania? It's the, is it the sequel to Bliss thing? Yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> I think they're really copying their uh, their their style. Uh, I don't know how they got that info early, but yeah. So we need to do the Ritual of the Night and then Symphony of the Night. Yes. That's the order. Where does Rondo Blood fit in this whole thing? Uh, Rondo of Blood is something all something totally different. So, uh, what are the other two games, Michael? Those are the good ones. Uh, Big Crown Showdown, which I have no idea what is. Uh, let's see, launched on Nintendo Switch in January is an action fighting party game. <laughs> One combat button. I have no idea what that is. It's free to download. I'll probably download it. Just it sounds like just like I did with Maruno Marooners last. Oh month. God! It sounds like uh, Kung Fu Chaos. If it's Kung Fu Chaos-like, I would be okay with that. You're down with but, that? Yeah. And uh, Meet the Robinsons, which is another 360 backwards cable game. Mm -hmm. uh, this could be okay. It's a Disney. I remember, I remember selling this because I had to gut two copies of every... Oh, my God. It came out for 360, Xbox, Wii, GameCube, PS2. Yeah. Ugh, it only skipped PSP, that one PS3, right? DS. Yeah, no PS3 copy. Yeah. God, it was Disney made some decent, or there were some decent, like, licensed games around that time. Like, you had um, the Toy Story 3 game that was on 360. It's actually pretty good. Uh, there's actually, the, yeah, that, that one's actually pretty good. Yeah. They bundled it in with the PS2 for years, like that What's last big PS2 game. The, they're like uh, G-Force. G-Force. That's it. Yeah, that's an actually an okay game. Um, so, I, I mean, this could be okay. I, I've never seen this movie, though, so... And then maybe the first version of Disney Infinity. I wonder if those were done by that that studio that ended up doing the Plague Tale game. Remember we looked into their back catalog? I remember the Toy Story one was done by Avalanche Studios or whatever it was. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But so. I mean, they, it, this could be like one of those hidden gems. They also that, did Cars 2, which is actually not that bad of a game yeah, either. Not a bad game either. Yeah. So. Cars 2. Cars Dos. There we go. We can hear you a little better. Oh, well. I don't know what I did. Hmm? I did absolutely nothing. 
All right, those are your games with gold and PlayStation Plus title. <laughs> Uh, next up, Cesar, you threw this in, the news at the end. You mm -hmm. want to go over the PlayStation 5? Got a couple more details from Wall Street Journal. Yeah, so essentially they had a meeting where their their strategy on the PlayStation 5 is that Sony is going to focus on... Um, they're, they're saying the PlayStation 5 is a niche product. Um, they're not really concerned about their main competitor. They, they went over the whole ordeal in there where their main competitor was Microsoft. And the short term, their long term is going to be Google. Um, as the technology gets better with the streaming. That's so, probably a good uh, mapping. Yeah. Um, so the big thing that they're pushing for PlayStation 5 is games, games, games like they did for PS4. But they're going to uh, concentrate what they did at the end of this generation on the beginning of that one where they're going to do a lot of uh, go after AAA studios and do a lot of exclusives uh, or um, time exclusives or exclusive content kind of like they did with Destiny where they got uh, certain pieces of games for limited amount of time um, they're not turning away their eye from indie games but they're not gonna sit there and court indie games either so they just figure that the PlayStation brand is big enough that they're just gonna publish their games on there anyway so which I, I I'm okay with that but I guess my biggest complaint on that is you, you'll lose a lot of uh, indie darlings probably to other developers and I'm sure Xbox and Nintendo will snatch those up yeah because all you have to do at this point because PlayStation's doing their state of play direct type mm -hmm. things you can have a, an Indies showcase like Nintendo does. And I mean, even Microsoft has an ID at Xbox every so often, so but they're not going to focus on that. They just figure that they'll they'll push their content on their platform anyway. So well, since the Switch has launched, it's been like there's been article after article of all these sales mm -hmm. for Indies that it's just killing on the Switch versus other platforms. So maybe they just gave that up and they'll get whatever little bit of revenue they can from from Indies on PlayStation and not really rely on that. Yeah. I mean, I get most of my indies on Switch. I don't know about you guys. Uh, if it looks better on the other ones, I'll get it. But most of the time, I mean, it, they're they're indie to start off with. They're not the most graphically intense things. If it plays the same on Switch, that's what I'll get it for, just so I can have it portable. I've uh, I've converted a bunch of those type games. Like we were talking about my friend Pedro earlier. I'm gonna end up getting that on Steam. I've done the whole Nintendo buy the digital stuff and it be stuck on a platform before. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm not. If I'm buying digital. I want to know that I'm going to be able to play it for the foreseeable future, either through Steam or we've gotten that confirmed with Xbox and PlayStation. Those are those are safer bets. Nintendo still doesn't seem to have That's figured true. the online thing out. I can't imagine they could get away with not having an account system this time or the next roll around, but uh, we'll see. They did it with the Wii, so... Doesn't, doesn't Mario Maker 2 have some weird online code? Like, it has its own subsystem yeah. for sharing? Yeah. They don't it's fucking they don't get codes, it. codes, basically. It's like code systems to share. <clears throat> they don't get it, man. That they don't. You're not wrong. No, I'm with Richard on that one. I typically only buy digital copies of games or indie games. I'm, I do typically mostly on PS4 and Switch, and I only do it when they're on sale. So yeah. And it has to be like, my usually my rules is $5 or less, unless it's something I really, really want to play. So. Right. I refuse to invest money into Nintendo ecosystem for it to vaporize again. Xbox just had a big um, indie thing this week. I didn't put that in the news. I forgot to. Did y'all yeah. see that big sizzle reel? I didn't. Under under was it Undertale? What was it? They, they showed off a ton of yeah. games. It was just it was one of those. It was an indie direct. It was just game after game yeah. after game. Did you see yeah. the guy with the? Um, he had an Xbox shirt that looked like a Super Famicom box art. Like it mm -hmm. had the Xbox with that Super Famicom art neon artwork type stuff. Mm -hmm. Actually. Yeah, I actually messaged him on Twitter and he got back to me about where he got this shirt from. Thought that was pretty cool. 
he's head of Xbox, um, some kind of community outreach type thing. So I was like, when yeah. I saw his title, I was like, eh, that's probably a safe bet. I could probably reach out to this dude and see where he got a shirt from. Yeah, and they had uh, Undertale's coming to Xbox, which is pretty cool. That was the one. Uh, yeah. Game Pass? Yep. So much of that shit it they showed off was Game Pass. It, Undertale's not even on Xbox right now, so that's why I was How did surprised. that happen? I yeah. thought it was on just about everything. No, it came on PS4 and Vita first, and then they ported it over the Switch. Yeah, I remember that. Hey, whatever. As long as it's on everything, more people can play it, so. It's our stance. There, uh, that indie sh- showcase thing, they showed off uh, Away to the Woods, the game with the deer and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I forget. I forgot talking about that during E3, but that was a that was a highlight from E3 for me. And it's a Game Pass game, so hey, why not? Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. One did, they, like, did they show Tunic yet? Is that no. kind of that wasn't that wasn't mm-hmm. that real? That's like my main Xbox indie. I'm excited for, and they just failed to mention it ever. Is that exclusive to them? Uh, it is yeah. uh, time exclusive, I believe. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get the list from this show since I didn't put it in the news. These are all old things. You're an old thing. Do, um, Michael's trying to fill the time. Do, uh, oh, yeah. Um, I'm salty. Polygon. I'm older than you are. I think so I saw I the article on Polygon when I just kind of read it down. You saw it on Polygon? I believe so. Talk amongst yourselves while I look up this. Uh... I know this for a fact because Polygon is the only thing that's not filtered out of my job through the firewall. So <laughs> That's where you get all your news from? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything that's else is like a IGN, nope, games and racism, and then uh, GameSpot, games and racism. I was like, it literally says games are racism? Yeah, because of comments. Ah. Yeah. Ah, okay. Thank you, industry. You guys are the best. Yep. That's, but yeah. that, that's you know you know how it is going from work and you go to the firewall and it's like, the reason for this site being blocked. Yep. Racist Oh, calls. yeah, I can't get on, uh, I can't get on. Okay. Most- I found this on the web for best place. What it does is going from work. Can you go to the bar? One is like the reason for the site be blocked. Check it out. <laughs> Where did that come from and who was that? It's was mine. That your phone? It Somehow my uh, Siri activated. Holy shit. What just happened? My Siri has a... Uh, now it's just asked it. Holy shit, what just happened? It's coming through <laughs> now. I don't know how to respond to that. Mine's, mine's got an Irish accent. Shit has a house, he says. <laughs> Uh, I cannot find this list, and I'm not going through Polygon to look for it. I'm not sure why it's that all... kicked in, but yeah. We could talk about it next week if anything else. So far, he says, "Did you mean play, uh, Polygon Xbox Nindies Showcase?" Literally is synonymous. They're not with, Nindies. It is literally synonymous with Nintendo at this time. Mm, was it ID ID at Xbox or something like that? That is what it's called. Shit. There were some good games. I should have put that in the news. I, that's why I'm dragging out, feeling like uh, I should have talked about it. No, it's okay. Siri saved us. So that was a pretty good bit. Yeah. Yes, is it Xbox? It doesn't help. <laughs> this is Polygon is at Xbox. This is awful on video and. Oh God. That's yeah, fine. That's from Mark. Yeah, I, 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 I see. I, think, no, I quit. ID at Xbox is what you got to type, dude. ID at Xbox. You think the whole thing? Will, you think it's gonna pop up now after that? If it, I mean, if it I'm doesn't, down, then I'm we're down. Done. I hope it works. Yeah. March, February, December, November. Yeah, I see the video of it, but um, I don't actually see um, like a list. I was just looking for a straight list. That was that was it, right? It was like a twenty-minute video, though. Yeah. See if there's a summary on the YouTube video. Yeah, it was a it was a good video. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's a there's a summary on the video. Uh, My time at Porsche, Blair Witch, Pathologic Two, Secret Neighbor, Way to the Woods, Spirit Fair. 
Creature in the Well, Undermine, Starring. Undermine, that's the one you were trying to think of. Um, Unto the End, Night Call, Felix the Reaper. That looked good. Dead Step Drive, Ikenfell, uh, Worms, WMD, For the King, Banner Saga 3, Yoku Island Express. I guess that's coming to Game Pass, because I was like, those have been out. Yeah, yeah. Yoku Island Express was a Game Pass announcement. Okay. Thank you for finding that, Michael. That was all the games they discussed. That was it. Yep. Yeah. I'm sure there was probably a few more, but that's just what was in the uh, the recap on the video. No, they packed in that 20 minutes. All right. That's all the news. Y'all ready to go to games played? Yeah. Let's do it. Who's starting us off? Why is some of Cesar's red? That's what I want to know. Those are the ones he's actually going to discuss. I just wrote down everything I played, but I'm just going to go over what I'm actually going to discuss. Okay. Yeah, because your list is uh, quite uh, healthy. That would have been two episodes. No, it was literally two episodes. It was two weeks worth. It was a very yeah, healthy yeah. list. That's accurate. Yeah, because half of it was last week and half of it is this week. Do you want to get us started, sir? I can. Yeah. yeah, yeah, go for it. You have the most. I'm excited about your 3DS revival while you were on the road because I, I too am deep in the throes of the 3DS. And yeah, I want to hear about Judgment and tr your Trails of Cold Steel 2 adventures. No, um, Cold Steel 2, I only came back and I played maybe about an hour or so. I'm still going through uh, the second chapter where I'm reunited with, uh, was it Machias? Yeah, Fee stupid and... that nobody likes. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, I'm still at that part. I've only started rolling back on that now. So today. you're collecting your classmates again, essentially. Yeah, th this is the first three. I mean, this is the part where you're going through and you travel that weird man of road and... Uh, and you're going to different parts of the country because you can't use a train system anymore to get around. But it's like it's like you said, it's, I'm at the very beginning where I'm reuniting with the first three classmates, and you're finding out the about the after effects of the civil war that's affected Arabonia. So that's okay. that's all I have to say on that one. Uh, I did play Super Neptuno RPG. Um, what is that? That one I had pre-ordered since like last year. I forgot about it, and they shipped it to me anyways because they kept pushing the game back. So this is the one where it's a uh, Idea Factory game, but it was actually not developed by Compile Heart. It was done in association with Artesian, which is a Canadian company. Oh. So it actually wasn't done in Japan. It was done by a Canadian company. Um, you don't hear a lot about Canadian developers unless it's like Ubisoft Montreal. It's, it's a 2D sprite style, and it um, it plays... The battle system is very like a Valkyrie profile, where you have uh, each, one of, yeah. each one of the characters assigned to a button. Um, uh, it's pretty good. Uh, it's all right. It's not one of the best ones on there, but a lot of this is like fan servicey type games where it's a lot. What I enjoy of that the Neptuna series is a lot of the fourth wall breaking where they're like, "Oh, I'm in a game. Is this a fucking NPC? Wow, this NPC has a whole bit. Am I going to keep seeing this NPC for the rest of the game?" I mean, it's like comments like that they'll make in there, where they'll just break the fourth wall. So it, it kind of wakes Neptuna for whatever reason doesn't explain what happens. Is she did the classic trope where she has amnesia almost every game and she has an amnesia again. And she's thrown into this world where it's all 2D. It's the first time they were in 2D because most of it's like 3D-based RPGs. So. so Neptunia is the character. Neptunia. Or Nepco. Or, I mean, she can turn into... Because um, I know there's a bunch of games in this series. The complete bundle on Steam is 11 items. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, because you had the original 3, and then you had, like, they jumped to 7, and then there's a VR one, and it's an ongoing thing. Uh, it's something they uh, turn out and compile heart. But... Yeah, it's not bad. It's pretty good, uh, especially from not being done by the same developer. I think they just assisted on there with the story, if not. But, I mean, it just opens up a world map, and the only thing that's really different on there is is um, it's very linear, um, which is 
not so i mean it's the the original games are kind of linear but i mean you have an open world aspect when you go into certain areas this one's just kind of like straightforward but the battle system's fun i'm enjoying it i got maybe about four or five hours into it this what one's is this for i'm sorry what is this for uh I, I, well everything i played i played on ps4 even more card eight um Okay. But I think there is a Switch version, if I'm not mistaken. I've at, at this point I, I've stopped buying Switch versions of, the, of games because since that's probably the higher selling console, I'm, those are probably me more out in the wild eventually. So, sure. uh, so I, yeah, it's forty bucks on Steam, Michael. Yes, I think it's like forty nine ninety nine on PS4. So, I think it's the same on Switch. So, I think it's just ten dollars more on the the physical copies is there any specific like lore or world that the hyper hyper dimension neptunia games are about like i've, I've seen these logos mm -hmm. for years now it seems like but i, no, don't, I, I mean, just don't know what it is other, outside, yeah outside of that i mean the whole thing is like that was the whole play on like game console wars outside of just knowing some back end stuff on our background stuff on the characters because mm -hmm. those those four main characters which is i think it's blanc and noir and nepco and and for, I think it's the other one on there. They all come through in this world. So, I mean, you, you know who they are, but they whole play up the whole, uh, when you start the game, the whole amnesia bit again, which they joke about in the very beginning that we're doing this trope again. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> they embrace it, at least. Yeah. It, I mean, so you can kind of go in clean and play it. So, oh, I'll give it another go and go more about it and as I go through the story because right now you're just trying to figure out why you're in this world and why she lost her memory again and her alternate form is fighting her and it's like there's a lot of random stuff going on right now but her alternate form is fighting her yeah it's the original games it's like is it's very fan servicey so sometimes I, I fall off of them after about five ten hours i'm like eh. but this one i, I really enjoy the battle system because I, I do i do like a valkyrie profile I, I miss that fucking battle system and it's very it's much so like game. that yeah it's a great ass game I'm not saying it's valkyrie profile i don't need the hate mail coming at us like you motherfucker you told me this was Valkyrie Profile. Do we ever get that Valkyrie Profile port? I remember talking about it on an episode. Wasn't it coming to mobile? Yeah, there was supposed to be one. There was a remake of... No, it's it a was, port of the first one, right? It was Lineth. Yeah, it was yeah. a port no, of Lineth uh, was the, the PSP the one. second one. No, Lineth is the port of the PSP one. You're right. Because Samaria or what was the other one for that's the PS2? Two. Yeah. That's two. Yeah. Okay, it's out on iOS. It's $17.99. Cool. So if you want to play some Valkyrie Profile, this expensive-ass game, hard copy. Yeah, I think I, I still got both my copies. I wonder how it plays on there. I don't know. You can play with a PS4 controller. I can, um, So outside of that, uh, I did bring out... I'll go over Judgment last so Michael can jump on. Um, I did play some Metroid Samus Returns because I was out on town and I was like, oh, I'll bring my Switch and I'll bring my 3DS, yeah. my 2DS. And I was like, eh. And for whatever reason, I was like, I didn't want to get into a fucking RPG where it's going to eat up a lot of my time because I didn't have it. I was like, let me get something that meets me in the middle. So I did pop in the Metroid Samus Returns, and I, I got further than I did last time. I started from scratch because oh. I don't remember what the fuck I was doing. So. Yeah, I'd have to at the same time. But I, I got like four or five hours into it. Okay. I'm, at, I'm at the port where the map's starting to open up, and you're going to the, you know the name, what they call them? I always call them like the burritos, chizeros. So. Chozos. Chozos, Chizero. Chozos, Spirits. Chizero, Burritos. Chiros. Chocobos, what are they calling them? It, 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 uh, Chozos. You know, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. The bird people. Yeah, where they come up to like, hey, you gotta kill these Metroids. And I'm like, just fucking going around. And there's different aspects of the different stages, which are pretty cool with the lava levels and getting the different powers. And 
then you, you go over here like ah, i can't go over here yet so now i gotta go all the way up here is you know it's a very metroidvania stuff i don't remember did the game boy one was that metroidvania they seem like they kind of yes it was in the world okay. it was just hard to i was reminded of it this past week because i've been playing a lot of luigi's mansion and the point that i'm at you have to like round up 50 ghosts throughout the game yeah but they'll like as you're chasing them and, and wounding them and trying to get them in the vacuum, they'll go through the walls and you got to leave that area and try to track them down and go through rooms and all that. And I, I remember that from uh, Metroid Two on Game Boy. Yeah. Like the Metroids will just up and leave and you have to track them down in another room. I played way more of the Game Boy one than I did the 3DS. Yeah. I got stuck really quick on the 3DS for some reason. And stopped. I got playing. stuck for a while too. Yeah. I don't remember what made me stop. I think it was the same thing. I got frustrated on something. I was like, eh. And there was ended, something that came out around that time. I just ended up going that route. Yeah. So. I ended up beating it, but it just, I don't know. Yeah. You have to get over that, like, that, that hump, I guess. Of, oh, I did. I got, like, four or five hours in there. Now I'm, like, now, yeah, now I'm at, like, yeah, okay, I got to. As Michael said, I got the ball rolling on that game. I'm like, yeah, I got a rhythm going. Once you get the rhythm going, it's. Yeah, it's it easy at that point. Itself. Almost, yeah. yeah. Just, oh, go. So, I remember how good it looked too. The learning so curve, just getting past the learning curve, is all it is. Mm-hmm. Um, I had gotten an upgrade and like I couldn't find where to use it at, like where I needed to go next. Maybe I hadn't encountered like where to use the double jump or whatever it was mm-hmm. I had just gotten. And I was like, man, I do not have time to look around for this. So Double I, jump! I want to pick that back up too. Yeah, it's, it's good. I don't think I'll finish it this time. I'm loving a 3DS. It's a hell of a system. <laughs> Some as good you go, games as you go back towards it? Yeah. I mean, you do your best game plan when the consoles are dead. So since the 3DS is officially dead after Persona, you're like, it's time. Time to jump yeah, in. Yeah, it's time to jump back. Embrace my pre-dead system here. Yep. Um, we already went over my Mario Kart 8 Deluxe bit. Um, so, <laughs> your Animal Crossing. Fuck Animal Crossing. Was that tomorrow. in the preamble or was that? That was in the preamble. Okay. That's exactly what happened. I mean, I was in there. I was like, I was. I pulled it out and I was like, yeah. Um, going to get this last yeah. three stars. So, well, I... Legit, the last four cups I didn't have perfect. So I was like, I was, when I was over there in Arkansas, I was like, all right, I'm gonna start going through. I started getting them. I started getting the card upgrades, and I hit, I hit the zone. I was like, yeah, I was like, I was going through, and no matter where I was, I fucking drafting that. I was going, it was nailing, and nobody was throwing bullshit at me at the very end. I was like, yeah, this is great. Until <laughs> that's not the real experience. No, nah, until fucking Animal Crossing World. That's the 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 thing that's fucking killing me now. So I'm like, because it's no matter what I do, I was like, I'll I'll get perfect first on the first three tracks and it's always fucking animal crossing it's always the fucking last lap and it's always some bullshit blue shell <laughs> some bullshit banana somebody just farts out perfectly like i there's Get no you. way i could go it just lands right in front of me i'm like well i'm fucked can you still tap a on the banana like you could on 64 i can't remember you, if you tapped a on 64 really quick you could uh you could negate the effects of the banana uh, i locked, tried everything even cursing at the screen so that mm. didn't help so i'm like yeah I'm like, fuck! If cursing at the screen worked, I'd be doing great all the time. Did you try yeah. the stylus? Yeah, the stylus was beat, key. Beat the screen with the stylus. I, with the stylus, I just swipe the banana away and it just it lets me go through <laughs> yes. it. I'm like, get the fuck out of my way. That's the secret. Yep. It was no, hidden there no, the whole time. Nobody's tried it until I pull out the stylus. like, I wonder if this will work. I think this will work. This it is only, what I needed. It only works on the Wii U version with the one yeah. item. Yeah. Oof. No going back to the one item. <laughs> Um, I did put in a couple of hours in Samurai Showdown. How do you like it? I enjoyed the Genesis one. I played a lot of the Genesis one. And this one's a prequel. And it's. Uh, I know it's like a slower paced fighting game. It might be something for me to try to start off with. It's a good one because there's a lot of times where I, I've, I'm trying to play like I'm playing like a Blase Blue or a Street Fighter where I'm going for more speed and it's not that. It's mm. A lot of it's me doing 
like double taps up there and not attacking. What was that? That'll be good yeah. for video. Yeah. Like, oh, like, <laughs> is this bad because the table's here and it's like I'm humping the table, but I'm not really humping the table. But you um, just mentioned stuff. Yeah. Somebody's looking like, somebody's watching this with no sounds. Like, what's he doing? It's like, but, um. <laughs> you keep doing it. <laughs> it's not a bad bit. Um, outside of that, it's, it's pretty fucking good. Um, I like it. It's, it's one of the easier ones to get into. It's slower pace. It's more like a chess move type stuff. So you kind of do your space. You can, um, you don't have too many special flashy moves. You, you have, like, if you hit the high kick, uh, high slash, uh, medium slash, and low slash, you can go into, like, a uh, overdrive mode. You can hit the same buttons again to do your final attack. It's not it's not overly complicated like some fighting games like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter where you have to play constantly to get into the world of doing combos that go into other combos and stuff yeah. like that. It does have an aspect on there where you can um, knock off somebody's weapon. You can grab their weapon, take it from there. And so it's, there's a lot of different ways on there. It's, it's, a, it's a fucking good game. It's really good. Oh. Yeah, it looks great too. Um, Is the DLC or the season pass still free you can to download? The, you can yes. have the season pass for free without buying the game. So. Yeah, that is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, but outside of that, it's, it's, it's very good. I've enjoyed it from what I've played. I've got a couple of hours in there. I uh, went through the tutorial. The tutorial's not too bad. It kind of tells you everything you need to go through, and it's not like a fucking eight pages like Street Fighter V. Ooh. It's only like two pages, and it's easy to go through. So the only Samurai Showdown I've played is the Neo Geo Pocket version, which is also good one. The chibi ones. Michael, have you played any Samurai Showdowns? I have, but I couldn't say on what. <laughs> Probably emulator, to be honest with you. I think there's a PS2 collection. I might get that and start off with that. I'm pretty sure it's PS2 and Wii. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, it's a Wii and PS2 one. Yeah, I have both of those. I, I went through my original Xbox ones, and it's nonstop fighting games from SNK. That's what you have? That's uh, all King of Fighters. That's your the, collection? Uh, the only Xbox ones, yeah. <laughs> I was going, for some reason, I, I looked through storage and I was like, I went into the one toad I have with, with Xbox and 360 mixed together just to yeah. see what I had. And I think most of those I had purchased for the backwards compatibility because I did find my my uh, Tom Clancy ones in there. And I was looking through my Xbox ones and the ones I had in there were mostly like King of Fighters, 2002, 2003, SNK versus Capcom. I was like, damn, Marvel versus Capcom too. So... I buy a lot of fighting games. Um, outside of that, I, I did put in uh, a couple of hours in Mario Maker DOS. Or oh, DOS. New release. Yeah. I like DOS. <laughs> Mario Maker DOS. What have you? What are your thinks? What are your thoughts on the new? Uh, I never Mario Maker. Thinks. What do you think? Yeah. So you know, I mean, I've I've done story mode. I haven't done too much on the um, the coursework yet. I did buy a stylus for it, and stylus does seem to work on there pretty well from when I was spreading boxes around. You have one you want to recommend? Uh, we are a video podcast now. I am not prepared for that bit, and but that is also true. Michael, we'll talk amongst ourselves. What are your thoughts on Style Eye? Uh, I have one that should work with Mario Maker 2. I actually got that in with Gamefly Day. Oh. Did you root? Is that Did you that root? Is? And this thing comes with a cleaning cloth. I don't know if I need it. Okay. Uh, I got 8 million, eight million cleaning cloths. It's even got the uh, googly eyes. Yep. Got the little uh, smaller tip right there. Do, do, do. Damn, how many That's, tips did you get? And it does come with like a million different tips that you can switch out. Oh, yeah. Mine doesn't have the different yep. tips, so it's cool. Quanto pesos for the DigiRoot stylized. Um, I do not get paid for this since I'm on a third-party <laughs> vendor. Um, but if I did, it's $10.99. $10.99 from Amazon. What do you do with those things? Uh, I don't know. It's weird. It feels like it would scratch my screen, so I was like, I'm it absolutely feels like it's yeah. screen. It's not that. <laughs> Looks like a fucking uh, exacto knife tip. <laughs> but I think it's just uh, <laughs> I think it's like a it's restrictive. That's good video, right? What you just did. Uh, that was supposed to be like a <laughs> stabbing. I know. Pitch. I know what it was supposed to be. 
But it's very yeah, though. Um, I'm currently going through the story mode where um, you you just finished building Princess Peach's castle and you have a random dog that went and hit this reset block and destroyed everything. You got to do it again. So, and dog, you have Toadette who's uh, running the whole show. Uh, and she'll tell you like, "Hey, we need money to uh, rebuild this castle. Um, go talk to the chief here." And you're basically like a, um, I don't want to say the word bounty hunter, but you kind of like just doing like, "Hey, so and so made this level. Play it. You get 100 coins." You okay, Mike? Yeah, he's over there. He's you like, yeah, good. It's like it's like just snort of cocaine. I don't know if we're YouTube ready. Yeah, it's like tweaking. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, oh I'm good." Um. Uh, you just get coins to build the castle up, but most of the levels seem to be geared on towards uh, kind of like teaching you how to do different coursework. So there's some on there, like I kind of showed you the Haunted Mansion, where there's like a puzzle-based one, and there's they just kind of give you ideas and how to build levels. It seems like I mean it's not like a real real story mode, and doesn't yeah. the levels are not cohesive enough where they go into you don't see boss battles or anything like that, but. It's just a little bit of everything you can do, just kind of to help inspire you. Yeah. That, sir, was not a haunted mansion. Let me tell you about a game I'm playing with a haunted mansion. <laughs> no, you still have another game. I'm yeah. No, I was going to say, yeah, go for it. Yeah. I talked about Luigi's Mansion yeah, two last more week, games, too. actually, so. Yeah. No, it went to sleep too fast. Type in your code on YouTube so it all can see. <laughs> Use your face. <laughs> Nobody can slash my face off. <laughs> They've never done that in a movie before. So, the other one... Um, could I unlock your phone with the YouTube recording? Maybe. I'm pretty sure you couldn't. Sure, why not? Let's do it. I don't know. Lock your phone I, real quick and see. That wouldn't work, I'm pretty sure. But outside of that, I did put a couple of hours in like 5 or 10 into Bloodstained. Bloodstained? Yeah. I did the PS4 version. <laughs> I did it before pre-patch, which was a mistake because I did get the open chest and blue screen of death. Like, no. here's 10 90073 Something happened. Does that break the game? Yeah, because you have to go in a chest to get certain items. So, but I, luckily, when I originally did it, I only had like two hours in there, so I started from scratch again okay. under the post patch. But, and and we discussed this before and through chat. Um, but it is very fucking Castlevania-ish. It's like unapologetic. It's like <laughs> straight up Castlevania. Everything. Yeah, like Symphony of the Night. Yeah, it's like hey, if I was making Symphony of the Night two, this is what it would have been. Yeah. That's how I feel, and that's my opinion at least. Maybe Michael can chime in on the bit he played. Nah, I mean I. From what I played, that's exactly what it is, and I think that's what everyone wanted too. So that's fine. It's still getting praise. Uh, I unfortunately backed this five years ago at this point, mm -hmm. and switched my switched my mm -hmm. Kickstarter from the Wii U version to the Switch version, which apparently is straight butthole. So you, you were given no choice on your benefit of your fact. So, yeah. so I'm sitting yeah. on a $100 game with my name somewhere in the credits. There's a two hour, like an hour and a half video of all the credits. Yeah. And it's not alphabetical, so I don't know where I'm at. Somebody just die oh, read the names on there. It's not alphabetical? Why would it it's not, not be not alphabetical? Because nope. at Michael's last week, we tried to find like a credit screen. Yeah. It's just random. It's like, damn it. It's going to take forever to just find this. threw it on a wall. Pfft. Yeah. So, so I, have, I have yet to play the this. The letters aren't even in the right order. It's just a... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll have my last name, middle name, first name. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm kind of disappointed because uh, I got that. I've, I've actually considered going out and getting the PS4 version just to be able to play the game because uh, the Switch one is garbage. Like it's. Yeah, the, the, I mean they're gonna fix it, but it's just, it does, there's no ETA. It's they, like 
small updates to help fix it so you won't have to wait on one huge update but yeah they are prioritizing the switch updates mm-hmm. which i'd normally it's only because i paid a hundred dollars for it that's what's weighing on my mind like fuck yeah. i got this thing i want to play it and it sucks yeah but i mean at this point you can just kind of like throw other stuff and just let it sit i can yeah i absolutely can i can play symphony of the night on xbox one yeah. Yeah. yes you can is Symphony of the Night 1X enhanced? Do we know? I don't think so. Uh, it's no, it's not, but it still looks good. Okay. But yeah, I, I played it. It's pretty cool. I mean, I can't remember in Symphony of the Night. We didn't. There was not quests, right? I think that's the biggest thing mm-hmm. they had on there, where you you find uh, different. Oh, MP- that's cool. Different NPCs from the town, like, hey, you know, this so and so, I need revenge. Kill these things, and you can. Um, that's true. It's like a, a quest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Is that built into the story, or is that just side like leveling up, grind, like a reason for grinding? Um, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff in there. It, it's not it's not built into like the story. Like you can totally bypass this if you want. To. Okay. You don't have to do these quests on there. But I think they they reward you with items. And there's a lot. Of, there's a character and I forgot his name is. He does stuff with alchemy where he'll he'll build like uh, weapons for you or healing items and stuff like that. So um, and he also deconstruct items. So are there recipes you can get for the basic for the food and yeah yeah. Uh, outside of that, you just it's very and. I don't know how far you got, Michael, but it's very Castlevania S where you just you're going up into a castle and you got to go through the drawbridge and. Yep. I was like, don't think missing is fucking Dracula. I think so. I probably played about two hours of it. Yeah. Does death yell at you in German like Rondo Blood in the Mm -hmm. beginning? That would have been a good touch. Yeah. What what weapon are you using? I'm curious about that because I I hate the whip and I was kind of disappointed with that. Um. He's researching. I've, I've, no, I've I've done the beta on all these updates and everything's fucking up on my shit. So mm. I think something just came in my watch like you said all this shit and it's like a bunch of random stuff. I'm like whatever. No, watch. yeah, fuck you. Would you like to post yeah. to social media? Yep, it's already on there. It's like me talking bullshit about uh, blessing. Um, the one I'm using is uh, it's a rapier, I believe. Okay, it's like the long sword, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, there's some stuff on there I found where it, it built. Uh, weapons for me, and I mean, there's you can get an axe, you can get like a. There's a bunch of different stuff you get in there. Uh, the whip, I think you don't. You get like a short, like a knife in the beginning or something like that. Yeah. I'm disappointed. The short sword. Yeah, I mean, maybe you get a better whip later on in the game. Yeah, um, possibly. So I mean, it, it all starts off on the ship. So you're doing the ship where you're traveling to this area, and that's where kind of like does a tutorial and like yeah, you can break walls and there's oh there's hidden compartments and turkey legs. You do the boss battle, which I think I actually died on that fucking boss battle once, and I was like, I almost died. I yeah. was, I was like, I was disappointed in myself. I was like, damn, this is the first boss battle. Should be dying this quickly. <laughs> I think I it had happens. Yeah. pixels of health left. <laughs> like wow. it wasn't much. It, it was close. Yeah, I was under like, because there's a pattern on there, and there's certain parts where it's unpredictable, where it's doing different. It's yeah. It's good. I like it. I did see on that Digital Foundry video. I know you guys are playing on Michael. You're playing on One X, and Cesar, you're playing on PS4 Pro. Those mm-hmm. are the best ways to play that. The the enhanced consoles. Yeah, the 4K 60 frames, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. It looks good. Quite. I mean, I've I've seen a little bit of the Switch one. I have the Switch one as well, but it's doesn't. It's definitely a difference. So the ship doesn't look as clean. Did so. you try the Switch one? You popped it in. Mm, yes, just a little bit. Not enough to talk about it though. Yeah. To be like, this is a butthole. I just hear it's butthole. I'm like, yeah, I'll wait. Yeah. Wait for the updates on the Switch one, unfortunately. Yep. So outside that, the last one I'll talk about that way, I'm sure Michael tag on is, uh, well, I mean, 
I'll throw a little bit on Crash Team Racing. I didn't play much of it. It's just me just trying to get used to the. I'm sitting here pressing R2. Like, why am I keep changing the camera angles? <laughs> yeah, he kept looking I was, behind I was just looking behind him. I was like, what the fuck's happening? I'm sitting there like, I'm trying to learn how to drift. It's like that fucking game took me an hour and a half to figure out how to get back and start doing the controls again. Because I was I like, it's Mario. It, I'm so used to Mario Kart and Team Sonic Racing. I'm like, fuck. Let's all talk Crash because we have it on our list. And I only played, I played the first race on the story mode twice. Yeah. Because that was my demo for the remote play. I fucking can't get in past third place on the first race. I came in second twice. Yeah. I'm like, I just... It, I lost to Tiny Kong twice. Yeah, fuck that bitch. Did she come in first on yours? No, it was a general guy. Lanky Kong? Yeah. King I don't know any of these people off King the top Cable. of my head. I'm talking like Ripperoo. Ripperoo, <laughs> so, I know. That's why I'm calling them Donkey Kong yeah. characters. Yeah. I'm glad I'm glad when the alien came in for the story bit they're like yeah I'm taking over your world I was like I guess Crash is just cool with Cortex they're just racing around having fun mm-hmm. yeah, I'm like, I guess so y'all did the story bits is that what y'all were trying to go with that's all I did was the adventure mode and yeah. like like I said I, I have the uh, iPad OS 13 beta so I tried um, this the one that allows you to add the Xbox and PS4 controllers so that was the first game oh, I, it's just what I had in my PS4 mm-hmm. So I fired up Remote Play, and I don't, I've don't. i got to mess with the settings again. I don't know what's happening. Because I went from, like, crystal clear to unplayable. Like, I'm skipping. I'm not even skipping, like, it's it's not even playable. So mm-hmm. that's part of the reason I think I was coming in second multiple times. Is I would start, like, racing over a bridge, and then it would lag, and I would be well past the bridge I, and in the water. I think a lot of that is just because we're on beta OS. Because there's a lot of my apps are kind of... They're just I laggy. Think they're just very slow and laggy and finicky like they were before. Like there's times when my Twitter just crashes. Because I'm, I'm remote so. plays in the ho- I'm in the same house. Yeah. Maybe what I was thinking is that it instead of doing the internet, it connected locally and it was doing the upstairs downstairs mm. thing. So maybe that's what was doing it. But uh, it, try, it looked good when it was playing. Try it on try it on your um your uh, Apple TV. Is it on there? The app is on there. You can get the beta. I mean, you can get the uh, the. Is it on there? That'd be news to me, listeners. Know. If you know, I don't, if, well, I don't have an Apple TV. If so you know don't, if the PS4 yeah. Remote Play app is on Apple TV, we could check it after this. Yeah, I didn't think about that. I forgot that is a difference. Uh, app Store, my yeah. bad. I still, I still want. I'll know see that. why not. I mean, because at that point, you don't have a Vita TV. It's not really competing against it. Can I run oh. it to that and stream it to the Apple TV and do that? Oh God, here we <laughs> go. Really? Yeah. All right, we're getting too technical. We're going, we're going like fucking right. uh, Inception with our streams. That's my bid on Crash. T- uh, Crash. Team racing. Yeah, same as me. I mean, my, my thing is when I opened the open world, I was like, damn, I kind of want to play Diddy Kong Racing again. Yeah. Yeah. I, what pissed me off is I'm trying to fucking do the world map and just get used to the controls. Yeah. And then the fucking Aku Aku comes up like, you can't go here. You got boss battles. And I'm like, just let me drive so I can fucking figure this out. <laughs> That's what I, I was in the world you map part. You need something, something for this. I'm I was like, in the world map part yeah. trying to figure out the... Uh, the boost mechanics the drift and everything. Boost thing. I figured out how. Well, the drift was that was, in the first game? I don't drifting, remember that. I think so because it's the one where you have to you get the bar and you have to let go at the right time, right? That's you have to let it go. Uh, you, know you have like, to tap it twice. Is it? Ta- you, is it? I don't know. I keep feeling it. Either. Just throws in my face like fail, fail, fail. Like, fuck it, this game. The, the game's like, right over there. Just grab the instruction booklet out of it. And yeah, let me, that works. Yeah, let me go on. Talking about with drifting. Yeah. Yeah. How does it work? So you go into the drift with one bumper, R one, I guess in your case. And then uh, when the black smoke shoots out of the pipes, you tap the other drift button. And you can do that up to three times. When the black smoke shoots out of the pipes. Yep, is it a code? Oh, is I it, got a code. Yeah, does the code tell you? No, it's not the code. Yeah. It takes a little while to get used to, but what I would suggest... Um, <laughs> no instruction manual. How do I drift? Yeah. Hey, 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 tips on the loading screens. 
And, and I, I don't want to interrupt you, Michael, but just want to bring up this point, too. I had fucking press start, and I'm like, all right, let me get to the controls and figure out what... And then there's no fucking options in start menu to tell you what, what is what, so... Well, but, I've been playing the Switch version more often than anything else right now, because I got that one in, and I bought the Xbox one, but the Switch version has super long loading times, so I'm able to read those tips as they pop up, because there's three or four, you know, that usually show. There you go. I found it. That's the instruction manual. Should translate well into this generation. We have to. But I'm not playing the adventure mode. I'm just playing the uh, single races in a championship mode. Which is part of what I should have did, so I can prepare for the adventure mode. That's that's because I, I I know it plays a lot different than Mario Kart, so I kind of wanted to just get my bearings. I thought again. adventure mode would more or less teach you how to play the game. Well, I mean, you can unlock different carts in adventure mode. Can you unlock stuff just doing the single races also? You can. You can earn coins, but uh, the bad thing with the Switch version. Uh, amongst other reasons I wouldn't recommend it is you can't earn them if you're not online which I think is really dumb like you're you're you can't unlock any upgrades if you're not connected to the internet really it's very um, it's very Mortal Kombat ish uh, so where you there's so, certain aspects of the game you have to be online to complete certain parts of it so it saves your also, progress uh, but it doesn't hide. also the switch version in handheld mode is grainy as hell I mean it looks okay on TV but the Xbox version looks way better. <laughs> yeah, that's why that's why I jumped on the PS4 one. And on PS4, you get the retro tracks on there. Yeah. I think uh, is it retro tracks or retro skins for your uh, characters? It's retro or skins both. and then like a retro. I don't think it's an actual track from the game. Like they, that's already in there. Some kind of retro inspired PlayStation exclusive thing. Yeah. 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 All right, here we go. Officially, uh, the official stance from the Crash Team Racing PlayStation One instruction manual. Get a turbo boost during during a power slide. When the exhaust from your cart turns black, quickly press the L1 button fast. Don't wait too long or your engine will backfire and you'll miss your chance for a boost. See? I told you. That's how you do it. And once you get used to it, it's not that bad. It's the only time. problem I have is, you know, typically when you go into a drift in Mario Kart, at least what I do, is I want to uh, hop and then, like, press the opposite direction to not overshoot the drift. Yes. Snaking. You can't do that in this one, or you'll just drift the other direction. So you have to train yourself not to do that. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Straley worked on this game. Of Last of Us fame. Yeah, and Uncharted okay. 2. Evan Wells. All the Naughty Dog people worked on this game. It was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, you got anything else to add on that, Michael? No, I say I, I I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to. So yeah, it was good. I just gotta get used to it. That's the only thing is I got a learning curve. I gotta hit because it doesn't. Yeah, just just play single player championship mode uh, for a little while. Do do some races that way. You're not restricted by uh, the criteria in the adventure mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, just do some regular races, and once you get it, the rest of it should be easy. We can do some two player here and try to figure it out. We can walk around and get the because I heard something about the wheels glowing. That's an indicator mm-hmm. too. So. Um. Uh, I don't know about all that, but yeah, when, when you go into a drift, you'll see like a black puff of smoke shoot out your exhaust, yeah. tap the up button in, and you can do that up to three times. I got to where I can drift almost, well, I wouldn't say the whole track, but I can drift a lot now. Damn. No issue with it, so it nope. took me about an hour to get get it. You're one of those Mario Kart DS people mm-hmm. that you would play online, and they would be like, Fucking hopping all over the place. All over the place, <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> lagging. <laughs> lagging all over the motherfucker. They broke that game. The online was good yeah. for like a week and a half, and then they fucking broke it. And you have to do local co-op only. Um, outside of that, I mean, 
We got nothing else out of that one. The last game I played, I know you'll jump on Michael, was uh, Judgment. I'm putting uh, about five, ten hours into it. I'm on like chapter three. I think it's nice. Like, so it's pretty good. It takes a second. Uh, I don't know if you had the same thing as me. I mean, it's a uh, it's all based in that Kam- Kamarucho world, right? Yeah. Yeah, Kamarucho. And it's uh, using the Yakuza six engine. Um. I, and I noticed that it was a Yagami sense. Yagami son is what they call him. Uh, I think it's Yagami. I actually started mine yet. I'm gonna try to get through Singing City first. So. Okay, and then I'll I'll wait on going into uh, yeah. details in the story. But outside of that, I mean, it does play. Um, it does play like Yakuza Six. Uh, the main character does have fighting styles on there where you can kind of change it up. It's not like yeah, the, the demos, the Japanese demos mm-hmm. that came out. So yeah, it's not the Dragon and Dojima, and he doesn't. He hasn't gotten. He's kind of dabbled a little bit in how he's a fighter because he does start out where he's a he's a lawyer, and he doesn't. Something happens, and he becomes a detective, and so the the yeah. different aspects in there, whereas you can, um, I mean, all that was covered in the demo where you can kind of do investigative yeah. telling, and you tell somebody, which is the part I hate the most. Um, how do those segments play out? You like I gotta follow somebody. You have a you have an Aniki that came from the Tojo clan that's working with you, and so you guys are kind of working in cohesion. And so there's a part on there where you have to part for the story for like the prologue part, where it kind of just goes over the basics of the gameplay, uh, which I think that might have been the demo if I remember correctly. Yeah, as far as what I can tell from yeah. looking at, I think the demo I played is the beginning part of the game. Yeah, which is the prologue. It's just like he's dressed up like a homeless guy. Yep. At the thing. Yep. yep. Yeah. And it just it just goes over like you do the investigative where you have to tell somebody you got to hide behind this thing. They'll turn around and look and kind of like, oh, did I see somebody? And you got to watch the meter and um, it's very PS2 like to me. I mean, just it doesn't seem very intuitive, but it works. Yeah, it's fine. That's it's when just, games were good. It's yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just annoying. Not like today where they're terrible, all of them. It just it, it just can be annoying at times depending on it does slow the pace down. But the story does start out kind of slow, but. I mean, you, you see why he becomes a detective, and um, it, you do go around there. You, they do give you questions, and like you gotta, you get bonus points if you get the right answer. And uh, so, I mean, you, you can, you'll give you a set of questions. Like all of them, you can ask, you can answer and ask, but you have to, if you choose the right ones, and give you bonuses on there. Oh, cool! So the bonuses. You like Japanese or English? Uh, the English is very. I, I'm doing Japanese. Okay, I, I heard the English was actually pretty good. That's why I asked. They usually do a good job with the like the Yakuza games, right? Isn't that a good localization? Japanese. Yeah, this is the first time it's in English. Oh, they're of, always. Yeah, the PS2 okay. ones were done in English, but that was with the the shitty localization. Yep. Um, where they just changed everything. I remember hearing that. I think uh, Mark Hamill did uh, somebody didn't he do Kiryu? No, he did. Uh, 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 what's the name? Uh, Goro Majima. Yeah. Um. I play. I started off in English just to see it. It, it, it the English is good. It just it reminds me a lot like um, the English dubs of uh, kung fu films. See, that's that's kind of almost so, why I want to look at it. It looks like a Jackie Chan movie from the mid nineties. Yeah, it, it, they did it on purpose and it, it works well. I think they're just catering to that crowd and it's cool. It, it works. It works. But I've always preferred um, we're going in subbed and dubs. But I hate that. Somebody at work always goes like subs is better than dubs. But um. Uh, I, I prefer the subs, so I kept on. I did change it to subs. I tried the dub in the beginning, so I don't know if I gave it a proper chance. Maybe I should give it a couple hours and see on there, but it, it's it's fine. I don't yeah. think there's anything there. They did a pretty good job on the localization, so that's uh, a preference thing. Mm-hmm. I always have subtitles. If I can put subtitles on a game, regardless of spoken language, yeah. I'm down. 
Oh, but, yeah, I'm going to do that, too. Yep. But I, I, I'm jumping off the beaten track in that game. I've gotten off the story where you, you're you're figuring out something. I won't say much in there because I don't want to I don't know how much Michael will know or not. From good the story? Prologue. It's, good. It starts out slow. It, it does, but it does pick up, and it's going. It's, it's good as fuck. Um, going through now, I'm, I'm busy doing side quests where you can go to different shopkeepers and uh, make friendships with them. And, like, they'll ask you, like, oh, I... There's one where you go in the Millennium Tower and somebody's in the shop and they're like, I don't speak English and this guy's asking me for stuff. Help me. And this guy's like, where's your lavatory? Lavatory. Ah. Ah. Can't say that word. Lavatory. Lavatory. I don't know why that. Lavatory. Wow. You got it. Yep. I nailed it finally. Lavoratory. Lavoratory. But, um. Lavoratory. She didn't understand that word and he's like, oh, let me try my English and see. And. So, yeah, he just wanted to know where the bathroom is. He said the loo. Yeah. So, outside of that, I mean, then she'll give you an item, and as you go through there, and as you get into battles and stuff, that they'll throw shit at you, like, uh, here's some hot sauce, and they'll give you extra bonuses and stuff like that. So, the, it, it, the, the game is still wacky as fuck. It, it really is. It's I got mean, that charm, that Yakuza. Yeah, that Yakuza charm is still there. I mean, it is. I mean, there's there's a mission where I had to go in there and use a drone and, and find one of the uh, Yakuza members, and it's... I'm taking the drone up there and I see some random worker giving a female worker a massage, like a shoulder massage she didn't want. <laughs> she's like trying to do this and get away from him. And, like, and he's like, what? He, he, he like, what the fuck is happening here? And I was like, that's weird. And it's like, it's that random bullshit that happens throughout the world that's still there. So it's I was like, funny. yeah. Michael knows what I'm talking about. That, all, all that stuff's still there. So Yeah, I'm excited to get around to it. I just, there's too much other stuff right now. So I hope to get to it very soon. No, you got to do my plan where I just do five-hour bites of everything. All those games, I just did five-hour bites and just move on into the next five like, hours. Sounds like the life. <laughs> well, that's why I didn't start it because it was just like I need to just buckle down and play through a few things at a time. That way I'll actually get through something. Well, with that, Michael, I'll kick it over to you on games play. Go for it. Okay. So I didn't play, I didn't play Judgment because the other game that came out uh, was the Sinking City came out same day? Yeah. So I know you you mentioned this one last week wanting to play it. Yeah. So I'd actually had this pre-order for quite some time. Um, that is not an X enhanced game. I thought it was. Really? Yeah. Um, uh, and unlike, but it, it looks great though. Yeah. It actually looks damn good. Maybe we'll get surprised. patched in later. Because the last, well, I'm not saying that regular Xbox looks like shit, but they usually there's you know. It's noticeable. Right. Uh, I think the last game I played like that was uh, The Council. And I was like, wow, I can definitely tell this is not X-Enhanced. I got spoiled a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but this one's still fine. I don't know. I, my TV corrects it enough, I guess. But um, but uh, I'm maybe two hours, two, three hours into this one. So. Um, what do you do in The Sinking City? So right now... Your guy is, it's very Lovecraftian. You're right now, your guy is like having these hallucinations and these completely wacky ass Cthulhu dreams or whatever. Okay. And he keeps dreaming about this one city. So he goes to the city, and the city is the sinking city because it's like flooded. Um, and right now, I'm just kind of doing side quests. Like, I met this guy that he kind of looks like an ape. Like, he's like like a half-breed ape-human person. Okay. But his son had died, so you you go through and you're you're trying to investigate what happened to his son and stuff like that because his son's gone missing. And um, you have, like, these detective mode visions and stuff like that. 
it, it's, it kind of plays like a Batman, but the detective part's not the combat part. Okay. It also kind of has like the Eternal Darkness bits where you have a sanity meter. That is so, like, such a cool mechanic. No longer use this detective mode, you start to see stuff, but there'll be like an enemy there, and you don't actually know if it's real until you like take a swing at it. it it's pretty. It's, uh, it's pretty faithful to that HP Lovecraft stuff, right? Yeah. The okay. world. Yeah, because I heard there's some odd, some odd bits with racism in there. So. Well, there, there's like a like interracial yeah, couples it's, it's or something like, like that. these eight yeah. people and there's like these fish people and they hate each other um it's it's interesting the combat's not good but it's not really meant to be a combat sort of game it kind of feels it almost kind of feels like a silent hill s game or, or like a like a sherlock holmes frogware game which is i think the developers anyway yeah it is frogwares but i like it huh. i like it a lot i like most of the games they come out with, so uh, we haven't got a Sherlock game in a while, and that last one was kind of boo boo anyway. So yeah, we're uh, watching we're watching the Steam footage of it. Yeah, but I'm down with it so far. Um, uh, I'll probably play it right after I get off with you guys. Oh, actually, I got a few more things to do, but I'll probably play it tonight to try to keep myself awake. Uh, moving on, though, uh, other game, new game I got this week was Yokai Watch Four. I imported. That was the... I actually got to play a little bit of that throughout the week. So that's on Switch. Very cool. Oh, that's the one you posted the picture of. Yeah, the only reason I went ahead and imported it, because it took us so long to get Yokai Watch 3. It was like almost two years later. Yeah. Um, so I was just like, fuck it. I don't really need to... I can tell what's going on based off content clues. I can kind of read what's happening. I can use Google Translate if I get confused. Um... And right now, I don't really know what's happening too much, but I'm completely fine. I will say, uh, this game feels very Nino Kuni 1-esque. Oh. Which is not something I would have expected. Cool. They changed the combat system uh, because, it, I guess, you're not on 3DS anymore. You don't have to have static images and whatnot. Right. But you can pick between different characters and, like, uh, if you look at the combat, it feels very Nino Kuni one um, also, the the that I guess that anime sort of style looks very Nino Kuni. Um, it's just as a long time Yokai Watch fan, being able to run around Springdale or whatever the town's called in Japanese is really like full 3D is really awesome. So you got all the music and everything. Cool, kind of like yeah. they're doing with the new Pokemon. Is it is it that sort of a upgrade? Well, it's way more than that. Like. Uh, at least Pokemon looks like it's using an updated version of the same engine. This is completely different. You don't have a top-down view anymore. You have like a full 3D. It actually feels like it's making the Switch struggle a little bit, uh, which I don't know if that's an optimization thing or like a content thing, but the world seems huge. Um, I, I feel like it's running at like 20 frames a second Ooh, <laughs> while I'm running around. Ouch. It's not that big of a deal because it is a slower-paced sort of game but right. uh, yeah I'm, I'm digging it so far and even though it's all in Japanese the humor is kind of mm-hmm. landing with me regardless so hopefully uh, it, when we get it in English it'll you'll just have the English version there ready to go what the yeah I'll, I'll buy it again if we get it in English at all we'll, we'll have to think, we'll have to watch the anime expo they're level 5's got a actual panel in there okay in a couple weeks so and they did put a posted a picture with um an outliner of a shadow of uh, Yokai Watch and Layton. 
in Snack World. Is it going to be a crossover? Um, maybe just some announcements, probably. I mean, I'll buy it straight up in English immediately. I just, I like these sort of games. I didn't know if we were going to get it. It was, it took so long to get three, and I was just like, you know what? I'll just straight up import it. It's fine. It came with a lot of extra weird tchotchkes, I guess, because it's still kind of a big thing over in Japan. So, like, I ordered it, but it came with, like, this uh, key, which is a uh, part of the game, like this little plastic key, this poster. And I'm just like, okay. That's so it came awesome. came in a big box, and I'm just like, oh, what is all this other stuff? Hell yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. I like, so, I like getting swag with stuff. Yeah, did not expect that stuff to come. Uh, let's see. <laughs> oh, I'm getting text here. Oof. Uh, I'm just going to speed through some of these. That was, that was like a damaging to our uh, everything. And that was probably me messaging you. It is you messaging me. Because yes. we're getting mad feedback. <laughs> nah, that'd be all right. You won't hear it on the thing. Probably not, at least. If so, we apologize. <laughs> Go ahead, Michael. Feedback. Uh, let's see. I also downloaded Away Journey to the Unexpected on Switch, which is on sale, and that's one I've been looking at for a while. Have you seen anything about this? You sent me something about this game, but I don't know yeah. anything about it. It's like it. that first person of you, right? Cartoony ish type thing. Yeah, there you go. So it's. Um, I've been looking at it for a minute, but it, I can't remember what it was on sale for. But yeah, it's a first person adventure game for the Switch. All the characters in the world uh, are in 2D. Uh, but you're in this big 3D world. Okay. And uh, it's like you go into an area and you have to unlock these three locks to get to the boss. And then you fight the boss and you go to the next area. And it's wash, rinse, and repeat for the most part, just like that. Um, but you can recruit other people in the world. You usually have to talk to them. They may want money. You may have to answer questions for them or something like that. And you can switch to them and use them, and they have, like, unique abilities. So, like, there's an old man who's, like, a wizard. Uh, but, like, when you switch to him, because his his vision, I guess because he's old, okay. like, when you switch to him, the game gets blurry. And ah. it has, like, you can see his glasses and you can see his staff. Uh, you get this plant, and it, like, switches to, like, a monochrome thing when you switch to him. That's a cool element. Uh, yeah, it's a really cool mechanic. Uh, you have to get these people, though, because this game is much harder than it looks if you're looking at a trailer. Right yeah, now, I'm watching uh, a trailer. Apparently, you can play as a popsicle also. Because <laughs> all you have is this little stick. Um, I've got through, like, three levels, and, uh, yeah, I'm getting my ass kicked pretty hard. It looks crazy. It's actually a lot of fun, though, and all the characters are pretty charming as well. How much was this on Switch? Uh, I think it was, like... Nine bucks or something like that. Okay. It's normally fifteen, so I was like, eh, "I'll try it out for nine bucks." So yeah, and I, I like it though. Actually, I like it a lot. Huh. It's on everything though. Looks wicked. Yeah, I don't think I have played a first-person game on Switch outside of Doom or Skyrim. So, well, I guess Wolfenstein as well. Cesar and I got the ninety-nine cent horror game where you're running from those creatures. Uh, what what is that called? Hollow. Hollow. Yeah. Yep. Hollow. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else have I got? Uh, my Shinmu 2 on Xbox has continued. I'm just kind of going through the motions now. I kind of got over my money requirement hump that I had last time, so uh, I'm probably three quarters of the way through the game now. What so did you, hopefully by next... What did you do to rectify the money thing? Uh, you can go gamble. So you could just save screw up the gambling. Usually what I do is I go and I just place all the money I have into a pot and... If I win, cool. If I don't, I reload the game and load the save. That's wow, the way it goes. brilliant! 
Go till I win. So brilliant, I like that it. That could do tedious little jobs forever. And he plays uh, DJ Khaled in the background. Like all I do is win, 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 no matter what. <laughs> That's yeah. your motivation. Yeah. Except for I think the game hates you because I swear I lose way too much. But there's no fun forklift driving job in this. Like in Shinma One, you have forklift driving; it's great. And this one, you there's no fun job. All the jobs are tedious and boring. Or gamble. Yeah, well, you have Lucky Hit, which is kind of like a... That's not that bad, but it's it's very luck-based. <laughs> Would you like to play a game of Lucky Hit? Yes. Oh, what if they put Triple Triad into uh, Shinmu? No, I don't think that's going to happen. Would you so. <laughs> like to play a game of Triple Triad? Just randomly swapping cards with people? I have a long-standing joke with the, the Lucky Hit... Uh, thing because me and a buddy of mine were playing this at the same time when it first came out so like 10 years later I, I saw him a couple months ago and we asked each other if we'd like to play a game of lucky hit that's awesome <laughs> yeah i know the rules that's cool because every every npc you talk to you say hey would you like to play a game and then you go to explain the rules and they always interrupt you i know the rules i just keep thinking <laughs> every time i say would you like to play a game i just keep thinking saw let's keep flashback into that for some reason like that game he does the same thing nope how do i get out this life <laughs> all right so uh crash team race where we talked about so i only got two more uh spider-man far from home that vr experience came out oh is it kind of yeah. similar to the vr experience from the first spider-man they released <laughs> thank god because that first one was kind of pooey it was bare bones at best this one is bare bones as well, but it is a bit more interactive. The okay. main thing I like about this is it's swinging from buildings. Mm. How so does that... you have the two move controllers. Yeah. Uh, I think X is to run forward. The little button, the main button is to jump. And you can uh, just move your head to turn. You also can quick turn with some of the other buttons. But it's cool because it feels awesome. And it's, it's not super well rendered, but it's cool to be able to swing through the city just willy-nilly. Yeah. Um, there's oh. really not much to say about it. It's just a cool feeling to look to do. How long of a experience is it? I wasn't able to play much of it because both of my move controllers were almost dead. Ah, but you just tried it out. Yeah, it's free. I'm, I'm gonna play more of it probably tomorrow before I have to go to work. So uh, it was good. really cool, though. It took a little while to get used to. You're like, wow, this requires a lot of coordination that I don't have. But, but you, you got, have to like you got it figured out. Stick to the building and then yank it towards yourself to uh, you know propel yourself that direction. So gotcha. it's not nauseating like I thought it would be, but yeah, I could see how it could be. And the last thing I played uh, was the Forza Horizon Four Lego Speed Champions DLC, which was on sale. And I also posted some pictures to our Instagram of that uh, earlier today. I didn't know that was already out. Yeah, it came out like shortly after E3, and it's already on sale. So, be it that I didn't actually buy Forza Horizon Four because it came with Game Pass, I figure fine, I'll throw you some money for the DLC because yeah. that looked like a lot of fun. Right. And essentially, what it is, it's a little Lego city within the main game that you can get special missions for, and most of the missions are based around getting bricks to build a house there. And you also get. Um, I think you get a Lego Mini Cooper, a Lego Ferrari, and a Lego McLaren to race around in. So I was wondering what kind of story elements they were gonna like throw into the Forza Horizon Festival thing they do. Well, you you have to acquire property in the game. Well, you don't have to, but 
most of the game is based around acquiring property, so that's where most of your money goes for outside of buying new vehicles. So this one's about collecting Lego bricks. Okay. The house. So you start off with this little shitty house, and then you, more bricks you collect, you can get a fancier house. Very cool. Uh, they add a new radio station to it as well, because um, you have like in-game radio stations. And of course, it plays that everything is awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, but it's it looks incredible. Like it's graphically very impressive. It's super fun just to drive through and just smash through bricks and just bricks flying everywhere. It's very well done. Cool. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've played this week. So, Forza Horizon Four Lego Speed Champions. Mine's gonna be kind of brief. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've played some more Luigi's Mansion. I think I'm close to the end of that game. Um, it gets super backtracky. I don't remember this when you and I played it. Like no. it's fucking ridiculous. Because remember, we almost struggled beating that game because it got backtracky. Man. Yeah. Like, and it's but not it, even. It do what, Michael? To get the boos? Is that what you're, what you're uh, having the backtracks? So if I go in a room and there's a boo or, or the meter thing goes off, you know, you get the little light indicator when one's close <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, then I'll chase it, but I'm not, like, actively seeking them out. I think I have 41 of the 50, so I'm, I'm knocking them out as I go. But yeah. it's it's just the way the story um, sends you, like, okay, you'll get a key, but the key will be on the third floor, and you can't just go up the staircases because they're locked. So you have to go up one level, all the way to the courtyard, go down the courtyard, through the gym. It's just, it's extra backtracky. And then on top of that, it's almost like they're padding out the game. It's like well, that mansion's not as big as you think it is. If you like no, it's going not. back, it's a lot smaller. They got a lot of mileage out of the, using the same rooms over that, and over. Yeah, again. that's how I can find my way through it. Because uh, the ghost that I just got, they put him in a room I already cleared, so he had the key to a room I already had access to. It's it's getting super backtracky and retreading the same grounds right now, yeah. but I think I'm almost done with it's it. It's like uh, what Michael said, you enjoy the second one because it's a lot of variety. It's a different mansion. I'm going so. to. I'm excited to get yeah. to that one. I still love this game. Um, I've noticed like when you go in between all the areas, like in between, the map will show you places you've cleared and you haven't cleared and where you haven't been and that kind of stuff, and the music will change very subtly, like that soundtrack and the way he hums the theme to himself and stuff, that would change based off whether ghosts are there and whether you've cleared it out and that kind of thing. It's, it's actually a really cool element. Um, yeah, it goes from cheerful to, to scared. I, yeah. love, I love his little his little ditties. He He's does. so nervous the whole time. Um, I did the tw- I beat the twins. I'm trying to remember like if there's any specific ghost that because I had I did Chauncey on the last podcast, the big baby. The baby that flops around and you have to get him. Um, I think the last big boss I did was the booze that were all combined up into one. You had to freeze them with the ice element. What about that the, was frustrating as shit. What about the Stay Puft Marshmallow? He is in the end game. And one of my kids calls it the Luigi Ghostbusters game. <laughs> Which is appropriate. Which is not wrong. So. It is not incorrect. Yep. Then you, then you gotta do Gozer. Gozer will be in there. Yep. Slimer. Slimer's Slimer. 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 already there. When is that Ghostbusters game coming out? I don't know, but I need it to come out soon. I love that game. Yeah, I saw that the... Looks like it's going to be a GameStop exclusive for the physical copy. How much is it? I'm pretty good then, because I will get it day one. They just said it wasn't showing up in the system as a GameStop exclusive. Uh, Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll throw them a pre-order for that. But uh, Luigi's Mansion is awesome. Um, Except for the backtracking. But I I could see kind of what they're doing with it, so... It's almost it's almost at an end, and then I will be jumping straight into Dark Moon. I'm super excited. 
I want to see the next evolution of that. I played it when it came out, but I just... Not Circle of the Moon? I fell off of it. Not Circle of the Moon. <laughs> Am I getting my moon lore all mixed up? Or uh, was it Blood Moon? Curse of the Blood Moon? What was the 8-bit Bloodstained? Bloodstained. It is Curse of the Moon. Circle <laughs> of the Moon, Curse of the Moon. Too many moons. No, Circle of the Moon. Yeah. And you have Curse of the Moon, Bloodstained, yeah. And then you have Dark Moon, the famous of all. The most famous of all the moons. I'm playing uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf as well, the 3DS. Not a whole lot going on with that. I mean, how do you really update Animal Crossing? Yeah. I got my house built. Did you pay I off some did yesterday. You, uh, did you pay off Tom Nook yet? I've not paid him off. Uh, the camel showed up. Like, the camel's selling wallpapers and mm -hmm. flooring and stuff. And I just randomly gave the camel some money. It's like, go to it. See what you do. And it's like a really cool wallpaper, and I have a metal floor, so my character's like, boom, 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 every time they walk around in the house. I think I had a tent last time, so I do actually have a house now. It's the, you know, it's the bare bones house. So, so my, my question is, are you going to pay off the the mortgage on your real house, or in that gang's house first, which is going to get paid Probably off real house, <laughs> <laughs> at this rate. Um, I just, I like that there's no expectations for it. I just do what I want. I, yeah. I run around and pull up weeds and fish when I want to. Grab coconuts. They finally explained to me that you can stack fruit. I had forgotten from the last time I played that you could stack the fruit in your inventory on top of each other. I was taking like five apples at a time to sell to the, uh, the restore lady, okay. Reese. Oh God, you're telling me. So you can stack up to nine fruit at one time. On the thing. I only have apples. I don't have coconuts yet. Maybe that's seasonal or I have to plant the trees. I don't remember. The best way to make money is those freaking beetles on that island. Correct me if I'm wrong, Michael. I think when I got my coconuts, they just floated from the ocean or some shit like that. They came the in on the beach. Yeah. If I remember yeah. correctly. It's cool how stuff yeah, just shows up. Have randomly. They're on fruit. Your your fruit should be specific to your game. Yeah. That's like to encourage you to go to other people's towns. To That's how I got mine. Mine floated floated from food. floated from uh, the ocean or something like that when I cross pass somebody. Yeah. Cross mm -hmm. spot pass. What's the other one? Street pass. Street pass street and spot pass. pass. Yeah. So does anybody want to start up a village and uh, trade some shit? I have one already. I have to pull it up and tell you what I got. Uh, Fire it up. I'm sure my character's dead. So. My, uh, my skeleton, uh, skeleton me there. Michael and I talked about this last week. I don't know because I played a lot of New Leaf, but I haven't played any since the Amiibo thing came out. I think it wiped, it wiped that save or something because it didn't find my old village or character or anything. I don't know if it's the safest to the the game card itself, though. Okay, mm -hmm. so the card yeah. when I traded the card in, it, it went with it. Yep, somebody yeah. else is living your life on that game card. <laughs> they're still Richard yeah. in 2019. Yep, start back up Tomodachi life and see what sort of trouble I can get into with that. Now that I just go on um, a new people, go on Craigslist and find a form and like looking for a Richard copy of <laughs> the Ben's Drown, yeah. the Richard Drown copy of Animal Crossing. He's out there 2019, still picking up coconuts and okay. playing cherry trees. I'm excited for Luigi's Mansion and Animal Crossing for Switch because both of these games, my kids want to watch me play both of these. They love the Ghostbuster Luigi game and Animal Crossing. Go talk to the mouse. Go talk to the deer. They just want me to find the random animals and talk mm -hmm. to them. Go talk so I'm to excited Ghost. to have something that's on the... Is there a 3DS TV capture? Talk to Vigo. <laughs> I know too much of the Ghostbusters it's lore. deep Ghostbusters lore. <laughs> um, while I had the 3DS out, I broke out... Donkey Kong 94. This is the, not the Donkey Kong Country one, but the one that plays like the arcade Donkey Kong. I was hoping it's a DD Kong Racing to complete your uh, month of uh, random Month racing of kart racers? Yeah. I found Ooh. another one. There's a Woody Woodpecker racing for PS1. Have you ever seen it? Yeah. It looks awful, and he fucking makes that laugh every time somebody bumps <laughs> it. 
So I listened to I listened to another podcast called uh, Retro Warriors, and they were talking about Donkey Kong '94 and just kind of breaking down development of it and um, like is this the first time you see Mario do the triple jump where he like accelerates and that kind of thing. Um, this was one of my first Game Boy games I ever had, so it's kind of fun replaying it on. This 3DS. is the one they talked about that that got shipped with the uh, Super Game Boy. Yes, it was Super Game Boy Enhanced. Yeah. So I might have mentioned this on the podcast before, but my dad accidentally introduced us to a bunch of different series by getting us the wrong games, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, like I wanted Super Mario. The only Super Mario that I knew of on Game Boy was Six Golden Coins, and I ended up with Super Mario Land, which I got a brand new appreciation for and loved. Um, the Donkey Kong game that I wanted was the Donkey Kong Country one, but this is the one he got me, and it's I would say it's the better game easily. This is one of the best Game Boy games. And then uh, Zelda came with my Game Boy. I didn't know anything about that. And Russell wanted Kirby, and he ended up with Kirby's Pinball Land. So like we got the we inadvertently got the wrong mm-hmm. game, and still ended up getting these classics that we enjoy, and introduced us to like this was a this Donkey Kong '94 is an arcade straight arcade puzzle game. It's not a it's a platform of sorts, but it's definitely all about how how to figure out how to get the key to the door and move up to the next level. But I played like a world of that, and it's it's a damn good game. Already talked about Crash Team Racing, already talked about Animal Crossing, and Luigi's Mansion. That's it for me. You nailed it. Are yeah. we done here? We made it. Mine was way shorter than yours. Yep. Yeah, it took forever of mine. And yeah, well, mine I was... had two weeks, and I just played a bunch of shits. So. I, I, I literally skipped all, and just saved John. Y'all, hey, y'all can thank me later, some. and I skipped all the visual novel stuff. So I spent two nights tinkering. I found the service menu for that Trinitron in there, mm-hmm. and I dove into the ser- service menu and was using uh, Virtual Tennis to try to match up bars and all this kind of stuff. Oh, God. I forgot to mention, you, you just see my video where I got fucked over in Virtual Racing, right? Yes, I did see that. <laughs> I saw that shit. That was great. Then, then, then the sun game over to me. I'm like, fuck you, game. I, I just closed the game after that. <laughs> I need to buy that actually. Now that you mention it, so. I need yeah. to get I need to get that one in the Alex kid. I, I, I fucking wish that I, that's my favorite thing about uh, Sega GT was the uh, game over. Yeah, like fuck you, game. <laughs> Did you see like Mega game? Man Three game over music is so chipper? Yeah. You know Did what? You? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Did you see we can stack up that virtual racing? We can play like yeah. eight players. Yeah, yeah. Like, we using the stack card. Yeah, yeah. so Jeremy Parrish put that's out there. awesome. Yeah, three you can do three players on one switch. Do with um. Vertical. We're gonna need to try that out on stream. I'd love to play some virtual Let's racing. Get a vertical TV. Let's go. Mm, I can make that happen. I got enough monitors sitting around here. We can make it happen. Okay. Yeah. Play it in Tate mode. It is Tate. It's not Tate. Tate mode. Tate sounds horrible. Call whatever. We it's want very to. close to Tate. Ah. It's very close to Tate. <laughs> Tate, not Tate. Tate mode. Tate mode. Oh God. Someone's gonna hear that and be like, Oh no. What do you guys do? Fuck that. Name the episode. <laughs> I don't play on somebody's taint. I don't know if I'm. I don't know if I'm publishing an episode called Taint Mode. Uh, when we do publish this episode, uh, we'll, you'll we'll, be... we'll get new. Uh, we'll get new fans if you do. They'll be like, they're like, oh, I'm into, I'm into this, yeah. And they come and they're like, what the fuck are they talking about? I came here for the taint, not games. games. Skip to the end. The yeah. taint's in the end. Taint's at the end. You put that in the notes. So when we do publish, we do publish this episode. Things from my mother. That was uh What was that? <laughs> Is that what it was? Erotic. Was it erotic messages from mother? Some translated yes, thing yeah. you looked at? Yeah. I right. still have it in here. When we do publish this episode, you'll be able to find it on iTunes. Stitcher. Spotify. SoundCloud. Google Play. Apples. 
I'll start it with that one, but I'll finish with Overcast. <laughs> I was gonna say Overcast, but this I video sure. should, if I'm able to get to this and edit it properly, this video should also be on YouTube. Just search for No Podcast. That is us. No outside food or drink. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram, also under No Podcast. I'm trying to be better with the Instagram. Like I say, I posted three things over the past week, so I can put up stuff too. Um, yeah, myself, it's, Cesar. It's hard for me to do when I'm out of town because I, you know. I ain't shit to take photos of, so. Yeah, I talked about it last week, but I need to, as I'm tinkering around with, like, TV sets and geometry and all that, I can put that on there. Just, yeah, we have, I mean, we have fans. Should. We have fans that are interested in that. Um, well, shit coming from me, so. Myself, Russell, and Tessa are going to the Halo Outpost Discovery event this upcoming Friday in Orlando. What? Mm-hmm. No, it, it's it's funny, because you don't know, and I forgot to tell you, because um, the, the other co-worker of mine, at my job, he's going with his set of friends. Excellent. And so our plan was just uh, not even make it in there. It's like because he's gonna find us and like what a bunch of nerds. And we're just gonna start swinging and we'll never make it. Oh wow! <laughs> then there's that. The convention will we'll get kicked out before then. I saw uh, it playing. Yeah, I'm to Tallahassee, so I knew some shit was gonna pop up for me. So you'll be close. Come on down. In Florida, yeah, but yeah, it's only yeah. Fuck your job. It's come down. You thought you knew it was gonna be. You thought it was gonna be something like that. So. I knew some shit was gonna pop up, so that's why I didn't even bother. I was like, "Yeah, something's gonna, something's gonna happen." Yeah, but you can come see us. Say hi. We'll be there with Friday. We will be there Friday. Mm-hmm. All day Friday. Friday. Yep. Friday's my travel day down there, so. Hey, just uh, go right past it. Say you got lost. We will be uh, extremely tired. We will need coffee as soon as we get there because uh, our plane flight is at six a.m. <laughs> it's early, and shit. we will need to be there probably about four a.m. or a little bit before that because it is Fourth of July. So. Security is gonna be a bitch. Security was a bitch for oh, me this God. last week, and it took me an hour. Oh God, I'm dreading this. Yeah, this is this was a mistake. I'm sleeping on the plane. I'm gonna have to go to bed like super fucking early. That Friday or that Thursday on July fourth. July fourth. Would it be better if I just come here and then we just drive straight there? Which would be better for you guys? Our third compatriot is also gonna be here. I think we should all be here. Okay. That way our ride can, does not have to stop to pick anybody up. That way that she could just take us straight to the airport. That way um my alarm clock could be uh minions just yelling at me. That would uh they would they don't get up that early, but oh. we could try. Um so we're actually hoping to have t-shirts done by then. I went and bought t-shirts for all of us. I got the Hanes. Do what? Take lots of photos. Oh yeah, at the event, yeah. Uh, but uh, what I was saying is, hopefully, we'll be able to have uh, lots of, or we'll we'll have T-shirts that we can wear down there and, and kind of show off our brand a little bit. So, sir, you got a Halo T-shirt? Are you gonna rock that instead? No, if you if you made us T-shirts and you invested in, I wear our T-shirts. I was just so thinking. So I was just thinking though, if I have a backpack down there, which yeah. I'm probably gonna have, it's gonna have straps covering the logo on the front, and it's gonna have a back covering the. I don't know. We'll figure it out. I have a backpack too, but. You Right, I mean, right in the center. You gotta put a logo right here, right in the center of your chest. That's how you get around. You no, know, we we've talked about this before about putting the logo on our crotches. We're not doing that. <laughs> the design we have is for one here. And no, no, I know what it breast. is, but I'm telling you, you just have to alter your design. This is going off the rails. So a no podcast thing, like a like a gangster clock around your neck. That's what you should do. That could work. Or we yeah. can just get it tattooed on our bodies, foreheads. Yeah. Forehead. I. Yeah, it works well for you guys because you have hair. Y'all can grow your hair back. I can't. It's always on my head. Forehead? I'm talking about, I was going to do it on the head. No, yeah, we're right here. No, not forehead. Well. Hell no. I get instantly. Straight forehead. As soon as I walk into work, they'll be like, nope, get out. You have to use makeup every day to cover Nope, they'll be like, nope, get out. As soon as they see me, like, nope, they won't even let me in. They'll take my badge. <laughs> but, uh, no, I, 
the bring up the story of the Halo shirt. That Halo shirt was just a coincidence because I walked into a Hot Topic. And I that's saw awesome. It. Yeah, that's like in the random shirt bin. I'll try to find more, but that's the only one they had. So they had another that's one funny. that where I could have pretended to be Vegeta. I could have pretended to be uh, Deadpool, and I think those were my only choices. You chose wisely by picking Master Chief. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, you guys ready to get out of here? Yep. We did Maybe. our post animal preamble. Somebody save Michael because he looks like he comes from a 56k, 56k life. You are buffer face. Yeah, you're like 1995. You look like you did the first season of the real world. Michael, try <laughs> to find try to find that webcam between now and the next one. It's oh, not okay. it's not that bad. It's not that. You, bad. I mean, I've I seen mean, I've seen better shaky cam footage from Cloverfield, so. I can't. I can't honestly say that that other cam's probably going to be any better because this is a much newer laptop than that camera would be. I. But I'll look at it. I'm still on it. I, I can literally just digitally remove you from this video and put you in the 1995 softball game I played. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> it's not that and you, bad. And you would fit in. You would. You would. It would fit right in the VHS copy. It's of not it. that bad. We'll we'll post it. We'll see how it looks. Yeah. All right, guys. Let's get out of here. Thanks for listening this week, and we'll catch you guys next week. Yeah. Bye. Adios. You can wave. We're on video. Tell me about your week. That's a very boring sentence. Uh, I was at work, and uh, I was at work after that, and I was at work after that. And I slept in between those parts right there, so. That's a nightmare. Yeah. Yep, sounds like one. Sounds like a work week, right? <laughs>